1: Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom. From comics and video games to science and technology, if it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Cap. I'm Brandon. I'm Boar. And I'm Nikki. And how is everybody doing today?
0: Good. We're great. So,
2: so okay. Definitely very, (laughs) very adequate. Boy, it
0: sounds like it.
1: (laughs) Spectacular. Yeah. I'm sure excited to talk about the latest things that we've been watching and doing and absorbing from pop culture and science and technology. I'm not. Well, well, all right. Now, (laughs) let let me just cut to the chase. Um, Last episode, we were doing a rundown of all the stuff that I did during my summer gauntlet of Comic-Con through Camp Fangamer and didn't get to the Camp Fangamer part. Uh, So we're going to definitely start right off the top with that. Um, And if you're curious about some of the stuff I did at Comic-Con, last week's episode, we we played some roundtable press interviews that uh, Jess and I did. With uh, Samurai Jack creator Gindy Tart- Tartakovsky, and uh, Brad Neely and the other guys who produced Brad Neely's uh Harg-Nall and Sclopio Peepeo and uh, China, what? Illinois.
2: Sclopio Peepeo.
1: Yeah. Okay. Hard and Sclopio Thought we, we, we Didn't we run through this last week? I don't know, probably, ago?
2: but it's always going to sound like a confusing... That is, that, is, is true. It a, is that a word or is that a phrase? I don't even... It's for, I don't
1: know what the hell that
2: is, for, and so it confuses <laughs> my brain whenever I hear it.
1: Well, it's four nonsense words. Um... And anyway, let's talk about Camp Fangamer. Last year, uh, Camp Fangamer is one of our highest rated things in our top 20 nerdy things of the year list. And it is a convention that's sort of an experience. And um, last year, it was themed around Earthbound. And this year, it was themed around the sequel to Earthbound, Mother 3, because it's the 10-year anniversary of Mother 3 this year. What it is is, well, let's see. It's, it's panels. It's a live playthrough of the game. But it's mostly about the experience that happens with everyone who comes out to the to this random hotel in Tucson, Arizona, and then is sort of subjected to a lot of weaving narrative and experiential components um, when they go there because it's a it's a camp it's a summer
0: camp for adults. Is there a swimming pool? Uh, there's okay. a swimming pool. It, it, wait, there there actually is a swimming pool. was well, it a hotel? A, oh, I was like it's not a camp unless there's a swimming pool, but there's a swimming pool, so that's cool.
1: So that's one of the, like the least important features of. The the experience overall.
0: But of a camp. A camp needs a fucking place to swim, Cap. Continue. Fair fair enough, Continue.
1: Now, last time, we had a very (laughs) complex narrative um, where Pokey Minch, one of the main uh, antagonists of the Earthbound series, had funded Camp Fangamer and was meddling with it, just wanted to be liked, but uh, was ultimately a bad guy, even though he was acting as though he was a good guy. Got shunned. There was a huge boss battle. I wrote a whole article on it, and you should totally check it out because, quite frankly, I've never experienced anything like it before, including this year where it was a completely different experience. I'm going to be doing a write-up on this Camp Fangamer um, as soon as I possibly can, Uh, but it's different. Jeff Benson, the guy who puts it on, said, last year was Woodstock, this year is Burning Man, which is to say that this year they kind of... uh, it was, it was like something that you wandered into and then were bombarded by as a participant of, of, of Camp Fangamer. But this year they had a lot of things that enabled the attendees to create their own adventure, the tools to build their own weekend and their own experience. Um, so for starters, it um, there was a group of people who had paid extra money to be winterns at Camp Fangamer because the narrative this time was that... Um, Video Gamely magazine had invested in camp Fan gamer, and uh they were debuting the uh the first and last issue of a uh, of video gamely magazine there and doing a sort of synergy promotion kind of thing um and this this is like it's a parody of executives being really out of touch with these hip young products they're promoting um, They also sell uh space time reality um because of aspects of the plot to Mother Three. Um, and dealing with
0: things that are kind of outside of space time, so you need to be really into Mother Three in order to want to be here, is what you're saying. It does help,
1: but it's also something that is so unique. You, um, the experience, it's, is weird enough you wouldn't be lost. Was in. there was there a lot of people there? It was uh, how, many, how many people? It was twelve
0: hundred. Thirteen. Okay. Yeah. It's Twenty. It wouldn't people.
2: be being really weird kind of make you feel lost in it, like. I don't know if if a bunch of random weird stuff was happening, maybe I might not connect to it if I didn't have the. Also, if you didn't know background. anything about
0: like Earthbound or Mother, and just, right? Be like uh, like if I went to it, I, I
2: have heard of Earthbound and Mother.
1: Well, it was. <laughs> there, for the, for there's, for there's <laughs> lots of lots of activities, lots of things where whether the the reference isn't there, maybe the context because you're you're still thrust in the middle of it, you yourself will adapt. You'll see the things that were there to do, and you could do them. Uh, Everyone who went there was given a bunch of uh, wooden nickels, which is uh, dragon points, the currency of Camp Fangamer, and uh, there was a whole room where you could go and trade for other items. Everybody who bought a ticket was informed, hey, bring random crap because there's going to be a bizarre setup where you can rent time out (laughs) spending dragon points to rent time to earn more dragon points to amass a bunch of dragon points, and there was a bank with a stock market where you could invest dragon points to buy timeshares. What was what did you get from it in reality? Anything? Um the experience of becoming invested in something only to have it all taken away from you. <laughs> I thought you actually had to use these dragon, dragon coins because, to buy the, food the or something. Because the market crashed. It was oh. it was exactly the housing market bubble. Like it was the entire the entire thing and that was only one aspect. of of what was happening at Camp Fan Gamer, that was one one piece of the, of something that you could invest yourself in was like was trying to see what was going to happen with uh, with the na- this f- weird financial narrative. Um, where at the same time the Winterns they were bringing around a, a little mannequin boy to look like Lucas. Who, you, if you're not familiar with her, Mother Three, you might be familiar with from Smash Brothers. So our little boy Lucas was a mannequin uh, who was brought around everywhere, posed in pictures, had all these interactions with people and. People connected with th- with this 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 child became uh, a symbol of everyone at Camp Fan Gamer. Everyone w- just wanted Lucas to have a good time. Um, <laughs> did anyone steal Lucas? <laughs> <laughs> no, but there was an armed robbery at the bank um, <laughs> where they did use Lucas's arm. It was, it was... Oh no! <laughs> it was faked. It wasn't real, right? <laughs> um, there was there was a full arcade that was open quite late. There was um of of actual cabinets in this, as well as uh, modded Wii's to play any game you wanted. Um there was the Chimera workshop where you could um tear stuffed animals into pieces and reconfigure them into horrific combinations. Dope. Um and there was like needles and thread provided. We know someone who used to do that and give it to girls as, yeah. as gifts. Yeah. yeah we did. It was it was uh, it, 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 it really reminded me a lot of uh of Mike's uh tokens of affection. <laughs> yeah. Put um, this giraffe head on a hippo body. I, I took this long <laughs> purple newt and a very adorable, well loved looking, worn out teddy bear and I took the newt and kind of sewed it up so it was more like a tentacle. And then sewed the tentacle so it was, like, coming out of the abdomen of the bear from one point to another. And, like, one was, like, coming out of his shoulder and into his eye socket. And nice. then, yeah, it was, a, it was good. And then I also, there was, um, there was this weird little puppy thing that, uh, that kicked its legs and barked. And I didn't know if it worked or not. So I, um, I took that mechanism out of the puppy thing and put it into the bear's legs so hypothetically it would flail. Like its legs would flail. Oh my gosh. It did. Uh, we finally got some batteries for it. It worked for a split second and then died. Um, unfortunately, the organs were not compatible. No, <laughs> <laughs> it rejected there's, the uh, transfusion. pills for that. You're supposed to give it pills. <laughs> um, there was also a film festival going on, a 36-hour film festival. Oh, that's
0: s- too many hours.
1: Where uh, <laughs> there was a whole creative lab set up where you could use. Um, uh, Mario Paint to create your movies or or, or green screen or a bunch of uh, 90s PC programs, like some like kind of weird X-Men animation software. Um, and there were some really brilliant films
0: that were created. I'm going to have my favorites as part oh, of the, yeah. the article. If I would known they were doing that, I would have gone and used Mario Paint to create a living will. <laughs> 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 it's the best thing to do with
1: it. Um, and then, then ultimately there were... Uh, there were a narrative components. There was a final battle, and it was actually, like, uh, pretty heartbreaking. There was um, – I, I, I guess I won't get into it in the episode because it, it's very comp- complicated to explain how it went down. Uh, but it was a neat, really – again, again, it was a unique experience. It was unique from the prior year. Um, and, of course, it was sponsored by, uh, by Gamer Blood, um, the, the official <laughs> uh, sports drink of, of gamers in flavors like Tactical Rhubarb. Um, <laughs> And, uh, um,
0: shit, shit. Ask me questions. I'm, I'm, uh... (laughs) I don't have... You've you've pretty much told me the entire thing. How many days was it? It was three days. Did they have any
2: weird boss battles like last time?
1: They did, yeah. Uh, There was was a finale. Um, The... Last year, the playthrough was a big component of it, where mm-hmm. they were you know, playing through all of Earthbound. This year, they were playing through all of Mother 3. And it was a smaller um, component. People would go there for like, special events. It would be worked in the schedule of like, hey, if you weren't just watching it happen, you could come here. But the thing is, is that uh, a lot of the audience for the playthrough is on Twitch as opposed to actually in person at the event because it's a charity playthrough. This time, they actually had the speed gamers there doing all the, uh, the moderation for taking in donations and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was still hosted by the same guy, Dan Moore, who did a great job, and, uh, and still scored by the Super Soul Brothers, who provided amazing uh, covers and video game music and, and just kick-ass jazz the whole time. Um, and there was incredible moments. Um, you can watch all of this on Twitch. It's all there, including the entire film festival, and also including the, um, I guess the public debut of the greatest sport of the 21st century,
0: mayonnaise hole. Ma- mayonnaise hole Ma- mayonnaise hole Ma- mayonnaise hole yeah is
2: that what the kids are calling it these days
0: yeah hey girl you want to come back we can mayonnaise hole all night long we
3: called it corn hole back in my head, well, now still no, now, well
0: that's <laughs> the wrong that's Whoa. the wrong hole <laughs> oh. for mayonnaise hole oh this is a different hole oh. this
1: is um this is a game that was created by fangamer when they were breaking down their uh their setup at pax a couple of years ago they found a uh some kind of some kind of object you'd find a convention, some kind of hole that, that's anchored to the floor that has a, a tube, a tube with a hole at the top of it, and they attached a packet of mayonnaise I'm already to, a, throw up. to a stick with a string, and um, <laughs> the object of the game is, what? you have to get the mayonnaise in the hole, but to do so, there's a barrier which you can't cross, and you have to lean to get the mayonnaise in the hole, and the only way one fisher can get the mayonnaise in the hole is to have an anchor, someone else holding them, so they can lean at insane angles <laughs> okay. to
0: get the mayonnaise into the hole.
1: Now, mm.
3: so technically, it could be a ketchup packet, a mustard packet. But then right. it
0: wouldn't be mayonnaise hole, would it?
1: <laughs> would it? It's just not quite ketchup hole, mustard hole is not quite as catchy as mayonnaise hole. Is it open? No. Like
0: packet? No, it's not. So there's just a, so it's a, re- a, reg- a regulation sealed packet. So yeah. after the apocalypse, if you look in holes in random convention centers, there might be mayonnaise packets in there.
3: And, and you then you'll, then you'll know yeah nerds were here yeah now oh.
0: now this this sounds
1: this might sound unremarkable but trust me watching it watching the mayonnaise packet <laughs> dance on the rim before it can fully sheath into the mayonnaise <laughs> hole, i'm gonna need a diagram um, or
0: a reenactment yeah
2: i feel like we should have reenacted this
1: well it's really it's complicated you need a lot of space can you use this uh,
0: for... uh, that's not a regulation hole can right we there. can <laughs> we have a nerdy show reenactment let a later date of mayonnaise hole? well i would l- i would love to play it it's a fun game um <laughs> It, and the thing is, is
1: that uh, there was a live, a live Manny's Hole playthrough, um, explain. Playthrough? Well, a, a match, a match, a live okay, match of mayonnaise okay. Hole um, during, the, at the end of the stream. <laughs> if you search for mayonnaise Hole on Twitch uh, or or Manny's Hole Twitch into Google or whatever, Camp Fangy or Manny's, Manny's Hole, you'll find it. You'll also find um, cell phone video of the prior test plays of mayonnaise Hole um, from uh, from PAX as well. Um, it was... The, the 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 stream did well on Twi- on Twitch. It earned uh, a, a great amount of money for Speak Your Silence, the charity it was for, um, but. It went to the front page of Twitch when mayonnaise hole started because oh because god. watching watching the the packet <laughs> of course it did hole, of course it was it fucking it was, a, it's so suspenseful you when you because you're watching it why happen. didn't you
2: send it's, us text messages like hey tune into this I've this is exciting shit Like, oh my god was, mayonnaise hole because
1: I was there watching it happen he I was right mayonnaise hole right, man but you could have texted man. us and let us know that we could have
2: experienced it
1: with you well you can you can experience it now you can watch it you can watch it uh, as it happened and it's still just as good <laughs> I will I will caution on the Twitch video it starts a little bit slow because Dan's explaining mayonnaise hole just like. I was probably a little bit slow when I started explaining mayonnaise hole, but once you once you watch the matches, you'll see it's it's amazing. Everyone who was watching it on Twitch got obsessed with it. Everyone who was there watching it happen live got obsessed with it. And uh, the night afterwards, the night after Camp Fan Gamer, from eight PM to two AM, we were in the office um, creating regulation rules for mayonnaise hole.
3: Oh my goodness! See, I I now want to learn the rules and then try to take it to like. Larger scale. The first rule is hole.
0: you don't use anything but mayonnaise.
3: I won't. I'm going to keep it to <laughs> mayonnaise, promise. but I'm going to get like Costco-sized mayonnaise shit. Oh, what <laughs> if you? It's... What if it's a big hole? Can you use
0: like a five-gallon container from the, Costco? Don't take
3: my ideas. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> don't you dare make this your thing. Well, maybe like that guys, could be, like, I just thought of this. <laughs> what if
0: a gallon? Okay. And would you would play that
1: with like uh, an actual like construction crane instead of human beings? Or you just have like no? Ten I'm people talking holding like
3: rope and maybe like a giant stick. <laughs> like ten people.
1: Oh at the
0: shit! End of I it. found a
2: mayonnaise hole uncut video. All right, this yeah, it's probably gonna be good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, mayonnaise hole is a great game. Um, you know how outside of like some show, you know how <laughs> outside of some bars or places, I don't, I don't know, but there's like dude bros playing cornhole randomly. Uh-huh. I feel like in a couple years cornhole. it's gonna be mayonnaise. We're, hole. I mean, mayonnaise hole well, is this gonna is even be even more Olympics. fucked
2: up than what you described, Cap.
0: <laughs> Are you watching it?
2: They're like dancing while they're putting the packet on the.
1: Stick. Well, they haven't even started. That's the pre-dance.
0: There's a, lot of, there's a lot of pomp and ceremony involved in mayonnaise holes. Is that one of the? Is that one? Of the, is, that one of the, is that one of the rules where you have to like dance while you what, try to put you, the packet on well, the you stick? D-
1: you do have to have. You do have to have the, the ceremonial tie-off of the rope around the mayonnaise packet. Well, I was saying, how ma- the hell do you tie the you, mayonnaise packet? You have packet. to. The, the, the referee make sure that it's you know, it's properly aligned, the mayonnaise is, proper, is evenly distributed How do you get the, the mayonnaise packet. packet off
0: of the rope if you've tied it, if you're dangling well, you don't, it over? not you
1: don't get it off the rope. You just get the mayonnaise into the hole.
0: Oh, I thought you, like, drop it down. No. See, I,
2: I would have started twisting the stick to get the you string could have, to like, go higher, because well, that, that looked like... A slip
1: knot. It, it, is a, it is a long string, and that's yeah. on purpose, because twisting the string is part of the strategy. There's a lot of strategies yeah. in mayonnaise hole.
3: But see, you'll have to change up the knot if we go big. Like, if we oh, get one of shit, the big you're elements, in this so video. we have to do, like, a... a I new. just saw you. <laughs> Is he the one doing the ceremonial dance? Is it good? No,
0: but... I'm uh, so excited about Mayonnaise Hole.
3: Yeah. I, I want to, like, stop recording this right now and, like, instead turn these cameras around and just I bet play mayonnaise, mayonnaise Hole, hole is, for the rest of the I night. I bet
0: Mayonnaise Hole is something different on Urban Dictionary. And it's I already know got, it's it is. It's going to be
1: big. It's going to be big. Mayonnaise Hole is going to be huge. And... Um, I mean, we haven't ruled out the possibility. When I was talking with them, uh, you know, at, at the Fangamer offices, there was a possibility You know, they were like, "Well, maybe we can make a regulation like how to play Mayonnaise Hole guide. We can maybe produce a regulation Mayonnaise Hole, dude. You know, can we a make book. a? We can make a
3: publish a freaking book that I mean, they do that. So do they might, it, yeah. yes.
0: Like a rule book. We can have a dungeon guide. Um,
3: <gasps> we we yes. Oh, um Mayonnaise Hole dungeon guide.
0: Mayonnaise Hole, the card game. Ooh. like plus one to length of your pole. You know, like. <laughs> You can even have like tabletop, but, tabletop mayonnaise hole. It, mayonnaise hole is a beautiful thing. I highly recommend uh, looking it up. I.
3: I mean, growing up, we had that children's game that was seriously something just about balancing beans.
2: Balancing was beans? It,
3: yeah, the, be- it's called Bean Balancer.
2: Are you Are you talking about Don't spill the beans?
0: Is that yes, or is it the one with the marbles no. on the from penguins? the makers
2: of Cooties? Yeah, yes, I don't
3: know what and is. don't I and the don't break the color. ice. Yes, the with, is that the don't one with the marbles where you're like. <laughs> No. Actually tapping the ice. Oh man, there's I don't mean, know. What and the, and the ice was like a fucking. What
2: was like, the marble one? Wet now that
3: paper Brandon towel? keeps talking about it,
0: there's like a thin. No, there's like a wet paper towel and the marbles are on it, <laughs> and you do something. You drop more marbles and make it not break. Yeah, you don't something.
3: want them. I to thought you were talking about the one where something. there's like a thousand
2: sticks and there's marble on top, and you had to keep pulling oh. sticks until they all came. I think out. that's Chinese
0: checkers. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I think no. that's
2: hockey. Or
0: Othello.
3: That's that's like a huge Canadian sport, right?
0: Uh, yeah, curling. So,
1: uh, so it's in the Olympics, that's that's the shortest possible version of my campaign. The experience. Olympics
3: in
0: mayonnaise hole at the Olympics that's 2020. He,
1: exactly, it's gonna again, be again. He's just
0: taking everybody's I
1: know, he, no, just... guys. I just thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> the way Brandon's brain works is
3: he created mayonnaise hole. Who oil. are you people and where <laughs> am I? I
0: just thought of this thing called mayonnaise hole, right? <laughs> There's a hole, and you put mayonnaise in <laughs> I, what were we talking about? Let's, I
1: yeah. don't know what else. What so that's that's my that's my story. I like that. Um, that's cool. What's well, up, now what I, now I think
2: we need to just start a Twitch channel where we just play games like mayonnaise hole. No, we have to and come don't up
3: spill with the games, beans <gasps> and, and we could just write a whole book full of just random ass games that we come up with on the spot and just perform here on the show. Well,
1: well then we'll re- probably get
2: like sidetracked and just start making a bunch of them that involve condiments. I will condiments. produce
3: the show. <laughs> I mean, it could be at my house and get messy. <laughs> wow.
1: What about like relish sphere? <laughs> Is that like you put t- a bunch of relish. Put a bunch of relish in a sphere. I don't know. <laughs> Just throwing stuff out. I mean, you know, <laughs> that, if, if like ner- nerdy show would have to come up with something as as truly amazing and groundbreaking as mayonnaise Hole, you know, like, but but maybe you know, but hopefully, fan gamer, camp fan gamer, or, Jesus, <laughs> uh, I'm, getting, I'm getting uh, so caught up. What's in, the I, I have of, mayonnaise Hole fever.
0: Right what's the now. opposite of mayonnaise whole? Like ketchup peg. Can we, that? <laughs> we can make ketchup peg. You put ketchup well, on a peg. It does it. it could be a, <laughs> a stump. Peg. Yeah, ketchup stump.
3: <laughs> that's no, right, the, the more like a sl- pirate nickname. You, you put the ketchup <laughs> on the same string, but instead of trying to get it in the hole, you just slap you, the you stump with You find a tree it. stump in that's the woods. That's the game. You just see how many times you can slap the stump in a row with this piece All of right, I ketchup. got it.
2: It's like a piñata, except for you use a jar of pickles.
1: One of those big ones.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and it's, and it's a, a glass jar. Yeah. It's a glass
0: jar Naturally.
1: <laughs> or, or. Wiggled with spiders. But you're
3: throwing rocks instead of, like, a pinata. What
1: about. But you're, you're still throwing... blind. Are, are you familiar yes. with that, like, weird game, I think was really popular amongst, like, yuppies in the 80s. Heroin. Cocaine. You, you take a, you, you take an orange and you put it under your neck. Oh, yes, and, and then try to pass it to another person. They did that, that, that on Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, they did it in an episode that of
0: Cheers creepy. as well. Yes,
2: I think they did. Is
1: well, that the creepy. same
0: thing with the cherry in your butt? <laughs> the, no? Yes. Passing no, the but, cherry. But, but ima- imagine, <laughs> no, you imagine butt, that? And You have to, like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that orange game. Poop it in a jug. With, with, a, with a balloon full of relish, because I liked your relish sphere idea. That's disgusting. And, and one of the <gasps> people's wearing a collar with a pin
3: oh, no. pointing
1: out of it. So you have to catch, you, you have to take a relish sphere from someone else and burst it with this pin around your neck. Is this too crazy? Is this
3: too much? Too I, I, like I like that, that what, you
2: used the relish sphere.
3: I don't think it should be that. It's just everybody should have spiked collars on. So that way it's possible for anyone to fucking first. And, and sh- you play it at Warped
0: Tour. <laughs> 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 yes, I'm relishing this conversation.
3: <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs>
0: for,
3: That's okay. what I just, just got. Just for to, relish. Just. Relish uh, R- and ma- mayonnaise.
0: Nothing but relish. I think I can eat relish. Together. Okay, well,
1: let's, let's 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 talk about this, Brandon. Oh, you, God. You, last, last time you showed us photos uh, from inside your body from endoscopy. You presented
2: your ass last time. Well, what okay. have you got you now? Actually,
0: you actually
1: <laughs> did show us the, the, the
0: my other ass side was of your great. My ass was great. And it looks great, too. But, yeah, no, uh, you. if you remember two weeks ago, I was like, I had, um, they checked my throat and my butt. And they did a biopsy and all this. They told me that I have to lay off certain foods for, like, six months to a year because I melted a part of my, <laughs> my esophagus. Because I would do things like... Eat six slices of pizza a day. Ooh, big fucking deal. So I brought with me a list, A li- and this is a fun game. I, I brought a list of food that I'm not supposed to eat, and... So this is the food crawl. He blames the food crawl. At any point where you, you think you would have Did committed... Did
3: you get yourself ulcers, too? Yeah. yeah. So at any...
0: Well, not ulcers. but was a lot of acid burn in there, but yeah. if at any point you feel like you would commit suicide because you can't eat a food, just shout it out. Just shout out. I'd commit suicide already. So... This will be really fast for me. All right, here's a list of food I can't eat: anything carbonated.
2: Oh, I'm I'm out already. I'm dead.
0: Suicide. (laughs) Anything, (laughs) anything with caffeine in in it, including coffee and tea. All right, you're dead. Uh, You already do that. You already don't drink. All right, let's pretend
3: I'm strong. Let's pretend I can get me over
0: here. Let's (laughs)
3: pretend that wasn't. And now,
0: black label Mountain Dew you're drinking. And now Mm -hmm. I shall start the list. Um, any teas, any mints. Any uh, carbonated drinks. I said that. Um, no whole milk. No nothing with butter in it. Um, no chocolate milk. No sour cream. No cream cheese. No ice nothing cream. Nothing with butter in it. No cheeses whatsoever. That's my whole diet. Um, no cheddars. No full fat dips. Nothing fried. Nothing spicy. Nothing with onions or garlics or any tomato in it. So there's no no hope of pizza. Do you um, think the
2: onion episode wait, wait. had anything to do with? So you're like, oh well, you can't
0: eat. You can't eat tomatoes or onions, and I know tomatoes are fruit, but you know all this, this milk and, and meat and things, well, maybe you can eat fruit. No citrus, no lemons, no limes, no berries except for maybe blueberries.
3: Definitely no grapefruit. No
0: lunch meat, whatever that is. I guess it's sliced meat. No hot dogs, no sausage, no bacon, no salted pork, no marbled beef, nothing fried, uh, nothing pan fried, um, not a lot of fish or poultry or pork. F- what? Um, don't eat anything. You with, eat, like, don't eat anything with high fat. No I think you high need a, a safe
2: and to eat list instead of um, the what you can't eat list. Yeah, it does sound yeah. like the, the question like,
1: is what can you eat?
2: That like you know, some, I've some been lukewarm out. quinoa, grilled
3: chicken. I can have grilled <laughs> chicken. You can have lettuce. You I can, can have, have relish. Yeah. Room,
1: room temperature oatmeal. I would there do a
3: oil vinaigrette oh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I had the same Wait, thing. Hold on.
0: Right? Vinegar seems quite acidic. It you does know what? but it's a
3: pH balancer. Yeah.
0: Mm. And I looked this up, it's really weird. It is acidic, but it neutralizes acid. I don't fucking know how that works. Yeah. If anyone wants Britain, to write in and tell me how an acid neutralizes an acid. You're an acidic Jew. So yeah.
4: <laughs> it's true. And the problem is like,
0: you know how much of a glutton I am. And yeah. now I can't eat anything that I enjoy. So, you know, suicide It's going to be an interesting year. Suicide is not on the list of things to avoid. Hang in I'm, there, just baby. Saying, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying <laughs> Oh god. So that's been my. So basically, right now I'm suffering a massive caffeine hangover. And oh. the funny thing is, the doctor's like, well, you don't have to give up everything. Just like in moderation, you know, do a lot less. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing anything on this list. Fuck you. I quit. H- how, long has Cold it been? Turkey. how long has it been
2: since you've had caffeine?
0: Like three days.
2: <gasps> oh, okay. You're, my right, head was you're killing right at immediately. the tail end of it then. Yeah,
0: no, I, so I feel like I'm going to throw up on all of you and then, and then, yeah, it takes about 72 really
2: hours to get over the chemical dependence. It's really bad. I've done it before. It sucks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll just drink some soda. Wait. No, I can't. Oh, wait. I'll just take some excedrin. Nope. I can't have excedrin. <laughs> I can't have NSAIDs or caffeine. So, what if you oh, got
2: it intravenously? Because it seems like it's got to be more well, of. A, I okay,
0: I thought that too. Drink, I thought if I just put it into my butt, I should be fine because it absorbs. Well, quicker. that's
2: in the same system though. Like that yeah, would be still it, putting, that'd be your intestines. It, it would go to my bloodstream, it. and it'd have to be yeah, directly into your blood. Well, system. it's my
0: wouldn't it's my large in intestines, intestines, not my not better, my small wouldn't intestines. Wouldn't it be better to just just take the just just get rid of the
1: chemical dependence altogether? I have a coffee, and No, no, no. intravenously.
2: you don't understand how drugs work, okay?
0: So that's that's what I've been doing. Now
2: you just said that it was your large intestine that had the problem, but you were advocating for putting caffeine into your butt. You don't understand how yeah. intestines,
3: caffeine work. enema. Well, the large intestines will just start
0: absorbing it into the bloodstream, and you know a lot of it will come right. But back But that's out. where you
2: said your problem was.
0: No, with the small intestine.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, then
1: show
0: me. Well, it right actually, up no. It's just the acid in my stomach. My intestines and you know they, my butt oh, yeah. are fine.
1: I can't remember right. saying this, but you know they make caffeinated soap.
3: They do, yeah.
1: yeah. No,
0: they they said just don't do anything with
3: caffeine. I I even have a <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you coffee really caffeine <laughs> body scrub for my legs. Grande latte, Enema and dude. For I Brandon. smell like I smell like coffee just coming out of the shower. It's terrible, but that so sounds good. pretty awesome. It does. You mean it's, it's terrible because, like, then I just actually need coffee now that I've been teasing myself with the smell of it. It's just once <laughs> I get out, I'm like, yeah, for real though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Where'd at?
3: laughs> Where it at? Where? Is that, coffee that's,
0: that's That's what I've been up to.
2: What have you guys been I'm up to? I'm truly sorry for your loss. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you're going to deal with that, dude.
0: Uh, I'm already dead. Uh, oh, okay. Just a little that's bit
2: on, on the enough. inside. No, I'm just uh, fully. Well, uh, <laughs> I have been initiated into the Squatty Potty
1: Collective.
0: Woo!
2: Yeah.
1: Get, your, get yourself a crown, boy. You guys where's are that, st- you guys are still crown? like
0: thirty years behind where I am. I
2: it doesn't. Body. I've got headphones and a hat already. I, this isn't working, <laughs> but it does. When I got it, it, it came with one of these crowns that uh, it's it's a little it's shitty, seem- but I'm, you know. I uh, need to get on
3: this bandwagon so badly. Well, I you can that literally Get I'm, on it! It's right in the next I, room. I know, and every time I'm here, terrible things happen because that thing is just. We so can beautiful. film it for nerdy show. <gasps>
4: Perfect, <laughs> but E-co. they were, they
2: were on sale is the reason I got it. Just, it. They were forty uh, percent off, and Cap and I both upgraded. I lose upgraded. track of
3: time.
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I've been meaning to, uh, been wanting to upgrade to the uh, the bamboo squatty potty for
0: uh, for a long time now. May get you know, show the
1: commitment.
2: I to, started right at the nine inch level too, so I'm, oh, I'm yeah. already advanced. It,
0: you guys getting like the handcrafted, custom made?
3: Dude, I love squatty it. potties. It's, he he deserves it. He's like. He's, he's inspired me to get a squatty potty. Guys,
0: I don't even need a squatty potty. I'm that good. Yeah. As you could see, my butt was fine. You, yeah. you I was, showed it was very me clean. your techniques.
3: Yeah. it was. I tried that once. It just didn't... <laughs> well, pretend you're, as, pretend you're a fucking bird and you'll nimble, be fine. <laughs> you know, like, I'm, I'm not graceful. So anyway, <laughs> my, my, my
2: shit has just changed now. Uh, so uh, never, the, never the same. Way. Never the same. Ugh. Does. Except for, I, I don't know, do you have to, like, just
1: completely throw your
2: pants somewhere else when when you use the, one of these the things? Nine,
1: the nine inches does does make your pants touch the bowl. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah like a that's reoccurring thing. Just like my 9 inches
0: It inch makes stichiness. it a little bit more complicated. <laughs> Se-
1: seven inches, that wasn't the case. Nine inches, yeah. Okay. Nine, I didn't Nine inches.
0: I didn't know hey, if that hey, was, like, an intended Hey, hey listeners, thing. do you know what a squatty potty is? Because I just realized if you don't, you're like. Dude, they know what a squatty Just oh, look it up. Oh, we talk
2: about them all like, the time.
1: So. Yeah, it's, it's a stool for your stool. So,
0: <laughs> am I, Wait, am I the one that gets 100% naked before I poop and before what, I pee? Why your shirt? Because it's, it's just
1: it's
3: weird. Some, well, I mean, some, well, sometimes not I'll often. On.
0: If something's wrong, if I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> you I'll know, you yeah. take your shoes <laughs>
1: off. You take your
3: shoes off. You take
0: your socks off unless you're in a public restroom. You leave your socks on because that's disgusting. I got the
2: too much macaroni sweats. Yeah. Better get this off. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, sometimes you know you're going to be in it for a while. You take your shirt off to air out. And then you just, you hop up with just your socks on or not socks, I don't know, you're whatever. Gonna, gonna what, are you going to slip?
1: <laughs> you're going to slip and break your ass. Or do you have, have those grippy slipped? socks? Have I ever slipped? Do you have the slipped? grippy socks? No. One, one day, Grandpa
0: <laughs> <laughs> Brittle Bones Brandon is going to slip
1: it's, and it's all about be the center of because gravity. he's not allowed
3: to have any more dairy.
2: He drowned in a pot of his own urine.
0: <laughs> I actually can go to the bathroom way easier now that I'm not eating every junk food item on this list, which was because everything I Because you're not I was shitting
2: eating. anymore. Because <laughs> lack of you know food. What? That is
0: true. <laughs> <laughs> no, my poop just turned straight up green. Yeah. It's weird. Anyway. I'm just you... going to be excreting phosphates <laughs> in no time.
2: Yeah. Uh, and um, as an update to my World of Warcraft conundrum uh. that, I, that I had, uh, I settled on uh, leveling up my Death Knight first and my Monk second.
0: Can they use that sewer base? No.
2: Neither of them, oh. neither, neither of them can, but they're both uh, undead. And I think that that's that's good with some of the changes that have been happening in the expansion. So I'm not going to give that away for anybody that hasn't played it yet. But there are some big shakeups in the
0: horde. That's all I'm going to say. I've been playing Neverwinter. Still. (laughs) Still. It's an MMO.
3: I mean, it takes a while. Anyway,
2: yeah, that's about all I've been up to. But we haven't seen Nikki for a while. Yeah. What's the latest? uh, what, What have you been doing?
3: Whew. Well, I've been playing a ton of Pokemon Go. I've been saving bats as of today, which is why you know
2: <laughs> you saved a live bat.
3: I saved a live bat because I like twice.
2: It'd be really difficult to save
1: a dead bat. Well,
3: it was, I saved this. <laughs> well, dude I mean, bat. It
1: I, I, I saved it in the, in the freezer. She said Pokemon Go, which is usually followed by fucking Zubats. So right, not a Zubat, actual bat.
3: It was a true Pokemon's. Like it was a legit Zubat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true bat. Yes, true true bat. True I bat. was. I was running errands. I was at a FedEx faxing things when this bird appeared, you know, and all these ladies are like, oh, my God, there's a bird inside. And I looked at it, and I'm like, that's a bat. <laughs> and then apparently that just set that one girl, like, off. So she's screaming. She's like, oh my God, it's not she, bad. She she was not excited to be there any longer, but she worked and she had to close. So it was just like I tried talking her down. I'm like, look, bats are cool. It's just gonna eat the mosquitoes. It's a and tiny those have one. Zika. Exactly. I even use that. I'm like, with the Zika virus out, <laughs> this guy's your best bet. She's like, I'd feel a lot better if it was bird. I'm like, birds are more likely to actually attack you. So Yeah, probably. Yeah. T- no. For real. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, lady, you're just enjoy your zika free zone now but then um <laughs>
0: that's what we need in florida is more bats
3: yeah but then it started like flying around and smacking the walls and tr- clearly trying to get out of the doors and stuff like that just... <laughs> <laughs> take this away from me but um yeah so i anyways i got this bat out of the building and you know i was super happy with myself opening up the box and watching it spread its little wings and just fly off i love bats i think it was so cute And then just one bird tried to attack it. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, that was a close call. That would have been so bad. I would have felt so terrible if I just unleashed this thing. And then was it
0: was it at the point like was it on the ground right now or in a box or flying? It was flying. Flying? It was
3: like going towards the tree when another bird was like, oh, hey, thanks for thanks for feeding me, bro. (laughs) And then I'm like watching this bat like. No, giant crows going at it. And then you delivered this bat
0: into its own personal hell,
3: dude. I thought I was doing (laughs) such a great thing for this bat, and then I ended up just being like, Oh, and here's your death. Um, but then the bat died. No, luckily, it almost did. Like, I was just sitting there, like, trying to like shoo the birds away, but it just kept flying the bat. But then then the bat ended up like two birds went after it. I don't really, I'm not entirely sure of what happened. All I know is I just see. It fall out of the air and slap the concrete ground. And then the box I already had it in, I just ran back over and, like, recaptured it. And then I just took it home with me like a weirdo, like, carrying this box. Like, the this one lady from the store was even, like, filming it. But then, <laughs> like, this bitch is crazy.
0: You're gonna, we're going to see that on YouTube later.
3: Probably. Just like, look at this crazy <laughs> bitch. Crazy bat bitch. <laughs> 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 so uh
0: I'm going to look that up right
3: now. Crazy bat bitch. Probably. FedEx FedEx crazy bat bitch. (laughs) Okay. FedEx bat. You're
0: going to fall into an internet hole. Oh, God. Which we can put mayonnaise in. (laughs) Good. Can we put mayonnaise in the internet hole? There
3: you go. Maybe we
1: can make a flash game for mayonnaise hole. No,
0: I'm going to put a hole in a monitor. Anyway.
3: (laughs) But anyways, I ended up taking it back. It was definitely discombobulated and stuff, but eventually it was able to fly and I luckily I think my mom actually took a lot of video of it. So there's like a video of it crawling into my glove after it crashed the first time it tried flying. Like <sighs> I almost wanted to keep it, but I was like, I have a cat. It's gonna get eaten like mm-hmm. I no matter what, as long as this thing stays with me, it's food. So I had to let it go. I think I can eat a bat. There's actually <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
0: But it flew away. It was fine. Once eventually when it was stopped being stunned, it flew away, right?
3: Yes, <laughs> there's actually
2: a lot of results for FedEx bat, <laughs> but none were uploaded today. So, okay, so good. not yet.
0: Cool. Wait, are, cool. I don't understand. Do you mean bats inside of FedEx? And there's just a bunch of videos for this? Yeah. How? Wait, why? <laughs> why is this such a frequent thing that there's bats inside of a FedEx? Uh, is someone just sending packages with holes in it, and they're like, "Ooh, there's bats in here." No,
2: actually, I don't see any from out. that particular circumstance.
3: Yeah, I mean. Weird. It it oh, was okay. interesting. I was hoping it would like bite me. It would
0: And turn into a vampire.
3: I was thinking <laughs> of something more superhero-ish. Vampires are superheroes. You know, like Have a bat blade girl who actually had like bat powers. Okay. Bat no, nipples. Well, like a Spider like Man, but with bats for man man bat. Woman. What like, if you're Kirk,
0: S- Kirk Langstrom Man Bat? Yes. What if it all I did was mutate you so you just had bat nipples?
3: What's your bat nipple? nipple like i just That's it. it's so they get darker or smaller <laughs> i don't
0: i've never seen a bat nipple i know they exist <laughs> like,
3: hold on can you know can you milk size? a bat i'm going yeah i think so They're They're mammals are, of course you yeah. can yeah. milk them i'm gonna google to search body, bat nipples hold when on. You, but it doesn't if even if it was just like no matter what It looks like. Is it going to be relative size to my body, or is it going to be the same size as this (laughs) tiny bat? The same (laughs) size as a tiny bat. Just the same. Every time I I
0: look up bat nipples, it's Batman. In the
3: bat nipple suit. Yeah, that that makes sense. I just want an actual. why.
0: I guess there's not a lot of people taking. Oh no, they're too tiny. You won't even. You'll have no nipples.
3: You know what? I'd do it. (laughs) (laughs) Bat nipples, everyone. You'll, You'll
0: get bat nipples.
3: Oh my god! I'm getting them like either tattooed or them off. One of the two. She's getting this
0: tattooed. Everyone, tune in next week. What are you showing
3: people? Oh, sorry. There's a really crude
0: drawing of boobs with the bat symbol over
1: the nipples.
3: Oh, which, by the way, bat nipples, spider boobs, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. That we we did we had a we had a we had a conversation internally, a nerdy show. This, it's been a reoccurring um, the point of discussion over the years in Nerdy Show is that is that spider silk has been developed um, by companies I- increasingly as a material for consumer product. Like, you might in a few years have a t-shirt made from spider silk. It'll be bulletproof, um, which really just means it'll be resistant to tearing. Um, because, obviously, it would if you were shot with a bullet and the t-shirt didn't break, uh, your body would be horrifically bruised underneath. So enjoy that. Um, but... <laughs> But spider silk is becoming more and more of a consumer product. Um, so are there labs filled with spiders making silk? Mm. Uh, they've, they've actually managed to create it synthetically, which is the real challenge, because spiders were it – was, it was an invasive um, process. People really couldn't figure out how you know, their bodies combine several chemicals into, into a, um, you know, a, a protein or whatever it is as well, it's, complex it's as it's that. It's quantum
0: mechanics. It's just in their <laughs> body. They just, their butt's just full of quantum mechanics. <laughs> quantum all quantum we'll mechanics, yeah, yeah. it grabs it grabs the materials out of another there's space quarks and time, and gluons and yeah, you know, just, they're just, just in and out of there constantly. Yeah. So uncertainty.
1: So, Bor, you were you were conceptualizing a lot of different uh, yeah, so you know, applications uh, for this.
0: John,
2: uh, Jonathan, John, John, John West, West. SciTech
1: correspondent, John West.
2: Yeah, he uh, he he was talking about it. He didn't really link an article, but he said that they were going to be making. Uh, sportswear and uh, underwear with these things, specifically like bras. So I kind of in my head started thinking like, oh man, how are they going to market these things? So I, I came up with a bunch of uh, a bunch of different ways to sell these things. Uh, he, some of them are pretty terrible, I'll admit. But uh, but here's here's what I got. I've I got a, a few a few different uh, ways to pitch these. All right, your tits are in good webs with spider bra.
0: Oh geez, so you're doing like commercials?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's
1: what marketing is. Oh, and she drew
0: I, <laughs> and Nikki would you Nicki. What'd you want up here?
1: You got some uh, Oh, I see. Spider are. did you bra. draw the bra for
0: the spider? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with yes. with, uh, with eight
1: the she, spider wearing eight boots.
2: She came up with some visual aids there to go along boots. with my slogans. <laughs> Alright, uh, the next one. Uh, don't be a recluse, get out and huntsmen till you're a black widow. With spider bra. Wow. That, that
1: might be too many too many spiders at once. <laughs> <laughs> but it
2: makes a lot of sense. Don't be a recluse. Right. What, Get out and hunt men. man. Until you're a black widow. Oh, Jesus. With what is spider that, bra. What, 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 what,
1: is, what does it mean to be a black widow? What does that mean?
2: You know, you kill him. You, you, kill, you, you, you catch the man, you kill him. Yeah. I mean, you move on. That's what black on. widows do. They marry yeah. a guy and they kill no, him for his money. Not, that, that, what, no, that's not... No.
3: It looks like it says, huh.
2: Yeah, it did. I was going to... I was going to do something else with that, but I realized that I'm really bad at drawing.
3: Uh, <laughs> I think we should all make
0: spider commercials. I can make one. Wait,
2: hold on. I've got I've got it, like half a dozen more. Okay. <laughs> spider bra. You'll get caught up in it.
0: Oh, oh that one's good. I like okay.
2: that one. All right. Uh, spider bra. Insects everywhere are just dying to get into them, but they're made for you. <laughs> Uh, they're ten times stronger than steel, produced by nature's creepiest crawly and designed to comfort and support your balls. Spider it's briefs. That's too factually. That's <laughs> too spider factually. Briefs. I
0: learned a lot from that one. That's a, That should have the Dude, more you know the across the, the top.
3: I would want to know that the things supporting my balls you need them. is like impenetrable. Ten times
1: stronger than steel. Yeah. yeah. I, I want the spider briefs to lift and separate. Yes important. I'll,
2: I'll have to get back with the uh, the design team on that one. But uh, all <laughs> your right, your junk ne- will never
3: move again. <laughs> next
2: one, uh, you. You don't have to have eight legs to feel comfortable in these all new spider panties.
3: <laughs> Did you
0: stay up all night? <laughs> They're like I'm gonna take um, all the ecto. No, I
2: made most of these over the over the course of about five minutes. After I he, can't even, he brought up like, spider bra, I'm and I just, my, my brain just one. started going nuts. I'm trying to think of <laughs> one just, right
0: now, and all I hear is pain. All right, um,
2: cotton, bamboo, and other plant fibers are great, but have you have you ever wished that you could have spiders make you stronger, lighter, and more fashionable unmentionables? This fall, get into a literal genital c- c- cocoon with spider <laughs> underwear. <laughs> uh,
1: they sound like, that sounds like more, more of a fitting of like a 1950s radio commercial. Like, yeah. can, can you do that with a different kind of deeper Sure, voices? sure, sure, sure. <clears throat> Imagine you're holding a cigarette.
2: Okay. Cigarette.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Cotton, bamboo, and other plant fibers are great. But have you ever wished that you could have spiders make you stronger, lighter, and more fashionable unmentionables? This fall, get into a literal genital cocoon with spider underwear.
0: And now, Brandon with traffic. Ah, uh, don't go outside. There's too much. <laughs> <laughs> Put me on the spot, Cass. <laughs> that was great, YouTube. Um, do you have any more? Or is that it? No, that's it. That's uh, it. You, do you have more? Uh, uh, did I don't, inspire don't you? Ride in a wolf spider pack of one, because you got two boobs. Wear a bra, man of spiders. So. Nikki? <laughs> that's my attempt. I vote no, bro. No, don't <laughs> well, do that. Got, woman. This is clearly not marketed for people like her. No.
1: Okay. Do you oh, want a no. thong that's nice and strong?
3: Oh, ah.
1: I haven't finished the, the rest of the part of the spider <laughs> <like> part. That's <laughs> also one. all I've got.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, see. Uh, mm.
0: You can just give up. That's fine.
3: No, <laughs> no not, not <laughs> I really, guys, we can't. There's going
0: to be some dead air for a sec, but I, we really need to come up with one really need to cut you and me need to come I
3: know up with that. I'm feeling uh, How
0: about how about just just put it on the on the back burner
2: and we'll come back to it yeah let's oh, start it, talking about something else It won't burn on a back burner will it Oh wait, it, it, it
3: will probably it is catch on fire how can or, I mean t- it's not fireproof sorry it, by the way guys <laughs> it's gonna I have breaking
0: fire. news I have an update on the bat nipple story from when you get bit by a bat <laughs> their nipples I don't know if you can see this are in their armpits so have fun with that <laughs>
5: <laughs> have fun with
0: having uh, weird no. misshapen tumor looking nipples in your armpits they're not
3: for me to have fun with.
0: No, well, they're not for you to do anything with. I'm
3: just going to come on this show and just be like.
0: Unless you're having children in your armpits. Try to see if I can
3: do the like, little nipple tassel spinny things. But they'll be in your armpit. Yeah. Armpit pasties. <laughs> Woo!
0: Uh,
3: okay, well, that was. Yeah. Yep. If anybody. I, I, I don't know. I just. I like to have nipples removed and see how well that goes. I just want to be a freak of na- the the That's, lady s- with no nipples.
2: I like that we both
3: That's had, uh, we had that. underarm yeah. Yeah, nipples that. and a genital or just cocoon. Have them moved. But have like, take they, them off here, stick them here. That, that,
1: the thing about is that nipples been- is is they can grow back. They're one of the few parts of the body that like you, you know you have to be if you super destroy it. But like I've, I've heard I heard a story of of a person having their nipple like accidentally
0: torn off via some sort of awful situation i don't remember what this was okay um and it grew it grew back you do know why that is right uh, because from in the past from like two million years ago we got mixed somehow with lizard dna and there's little sacks of lizard dna in God the nipples damn, in the areolas the areolas contain lizard dna that's why they can no back. part
2: of me is no goddamn lizard
0: <laughs> so you see we are just like the lizard people. no that's why your liver grows back i too. ain't
2: nothing like none of them lizard men <laughs> Nothing.
0: No, but that's actually true. There's actually lizard DNA. No, there's not. They <laughs> said with a not completely you're, straight face.
2: Not unless you're one of them <laughs> goddamn lizard men, which do exist, and you might be one now. Apparently
0: we're all
3: ones. He Sorry. knows a lot about lizards. That's how
0: they get you. He only knows about birds.
3: But now sure. he's talked about lizards, so clearly okay, well, birds,
0: birds and lizards are kind of related actually, if you want to go back to that. No, and talk just
3: like it. we don't have lizard shit in my nipples.
0: Well, you don't have lizard shit. Just yep. DNA. Let us let us hope none of us have lizard shit in our nipples. I really want... <laughs> look, cut off your nipple right now. We'll prove It'll grow back in like a couple of years. Let's cut of off years. your
3: nipple, lizard boy. I
0: don't have nipples. <laughs>
3: I see one right now. <laughs> they're hamster, it's
0: hamster, I have hamster DNA. They're, they're hamster nipples. They're really tiny. And I do believe it. What were we uh, doing? Were um, we
2: talking? <laughs> you should see how much stuff he can pack in his cheeks.
0: Oh. Let's do it. Why don't you come over here, and I'll find out. <laughs>
3: hey, you want to put my nuts on your is,
0: cheeks? Why doesn't everyone come over here, and we'll find out? <laughs> I would love to not eat those nuts in my cheeks. All right, all right, all right. So um, Amazon,
1: months ago they announced, actually back in 2014, they announced that they were bringing the tick to Amazon, uh, as in like Ben Edlund's The Tick, the cartoon on Fox Kids, the live-action show on Fox featuring Patrick Warburton. They actually said in September 2014 that Patrick Warburton was coming back as the Tick. And then we found out earlier this year that, in fact, he's not. Uh, But he is executive producer, as is uh, Barry Sonnenfeld, who uh, was part of the original uh, Tick production team for the live-action show. Uh, Him and Ben Edlund were teaming up to do a new iteration of the Tick live-action. And it is actually – the pilot episode is on Amazon right now. Weirdly, you have to vote on it to decide if we're going to see any more of this show. Um, you can vote on Amazon shows. That's actually how they've been doing things. Can we um, do that
0: on Netflix if a show
1: sucks? Or like, no, I don't want. No, Amazon. You no can only probably
3: rate it. Like, do like one star and hope that they look and listen. They,
1: they might. Yeah, that that would be one way to, to do it on Amazon, um, or sorry, on, on Netflix. But uh, but the Amazon, they've actually had a couple shows like this. For example, uh, Chris Carter before the X Files resurgence happened had a show that was. Um, only slightly better than the new episodes of The X-Files that he wrote and directed, uh, which was called The After. Um, and that was a show you could vote on whether we get greenlit or not, and it didn't. And uh, wow. here's the thing about this tick. Boar, you, you saw it. Nikki, you saw it. What yep. did you guys think?
2: I thought it was pretty good. Like the, I wanted more. It didn't seem like there was enough of the...
0: Crazy? Uh, no, there was plenty random. of crazy,
2: but I just... I feel like I want more to get a really good impression of it, but I, I liked what I saw so far.
3: Yeah.
1: It, it did feel like you said it, w- it was too short. I think it was too short. Uh, maybe what we can all think it's too short, but it actually felt like maybe uh, it was an hour long pilot that for some reason, it was only 30 was, minutes. They cut it. Yeah. Right, I, cut it exactly. Uh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I know that they knew going into this project that it was going to be voted on, but I don't know. They knew it was going to be half an hour because mm. it felt like it cut off in the middle of a scene. Yeah. Um, well I mean it most definitely did. <laughs> what what were you gonna say, Nikki?
3: Oh well, I don't know. I I like the show. I'm I was more amused by it than the trailers like kinda made it seem like it was trying almost too hard, which something I don't know, it was still kinda it was very nostalgic for me still. Mm-hmm. Uh I watched the cartoon as a kid, not the live action one. But I grew up watching it. I thought it was hilarious how just like weird and random it was at some points. Um
2: uh, what was the
0: actor's name again? Uh,
2: Peter Serafinowicz. Right, um, right. He he reminded me of Adam West's Batman. Like, yes, a that's, lot. How,
0: that's how the tick acts. Yeah. I,
2: but like, he sounded like it him it at, some, at a lot of points. It almost reminded me
3: of if Jim Carrey was trying to do an Adam West Batman, maybe. Good Jim Carrey or point, bad
0: Jim Carrey? Good Jim Carrey.
3: Like... Like from the mask or even funny. like it was it was a little East Ventura ish at times almost like his mannerisms and just but then of course there are parts about the tick, like I don't know if I wanna I mean I'm assuming most people if someone's watching it they already know about the tick, right? I have to I have to tell everyone at home that I didn't watch it because when they posted know, so this in our
0: notes it. they were like uh, it's on Amazon. I was like, well, I don't have Amazon Prime. Fuck. And then right before I get here in the notes, it's like, it's free on Amazon. So all of you out there can watch it free on yeah, you, Amazon. You can watch and vote on Amazon. You do right not now. need a Prime account or anything. It's free.
3: Now, was it just me or did anyone happen to notice the resemblance with, uh, Arthur? Is yeah. Arthur in it? Yeah. yeah. Yes.
1: Arthur's actually the main character. The tick is hardly in it. Well, that's
3: kind of how
0: used
1: well, that was boy. how it was he, in the cartoon. Arthur was. was the introductory character in the live action series for the audience i think he
3: uh, needed to be even a little chubbier like he has like the round face for it you know but i just feel like he didn't have that like beer gut belly thing going on just yet
1: that's true but they've actually changed uh a ton in this show inherently um arthur's still an accountant but that factor didn't come up because arthur's actually a um traumatized adult from it from experience he had as a kid to put it
0: mildly his trauma
2: his trauma made me laugh the
1: entire oh time oh my so I won't know I what couldn't... the trauma
0: is unless I watch it
3: it was absolutely hilarious
1: well it's uh basically this is Arthur gets an origin story as to why he's obsessed with the superhero community and not that he wasn't ever really obsessed before now he's legit like conspiracy theorist obsessed um, because a terrible, terrible thing happened to him involving the terror, you know, the elderly supervillain who's been around for the, the whole of the 20th century. And in this show, he's played by Jackie Earl Haley, who you might know as Odin Quincanon from Preacher oh, or Rorschach from Watchmen. Um, oh. wait, is that the same guy? Yeah.
0: Jesus H. Kite. He's really good. Wow. Okay. He's a
1: regular Gary Oldman.
0: Looks nothing like him. Okay. And he
1: looks nothing like either of those characters in the tick either. Shit.
2: He kind of reminded me of the bad guy from, uh, Farscape.
1: Yeah, he did look. He did look like that too. <laughs> Scorp- Scorpius. Scorpius. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love Scorpius. Guys, I have what might be a controversial opinion. I hated this. What? I hated it. Why? It was so grim, dark, and joyless. Um, the I hardly laughed at it at all. Really? Yeah. I was trying so hard.
2: I think every scene with a tick in it, I was like laughing quite well, a bit. And maybe that was a
1: problem that we got. We got half of an episode. In which the tick constituted like maybe five minutes of screen time, and Arthur and his bizarre, like, (sighs) yeah, Arthur's life was pretty plain and boring. But then like the tick coming, like, just kind of bounding into it, I thought was hilarious. It it maybe could have been good, but I I feel like if I if I didn't know what the tick was, if I didn't have a long standing relationship, you'd be like, what is this? If I if I saw just this pilot. I would think, oh, that was an interesting attempt, but I will not green like this. you know
3: have you ever it kind of reminded me slightly of Wilfred
1: I have seen Wilfred, yes,
3: and you know the pilot episode of that where I haven't seen
1: the pilot episode it or, or the Australian original okay or,
3: it's definitely not going to be similar to the Australian version, but honestly, when I was watching it, it definitely had the same kind of vibe,
4: hmm.
3: Um, where basically there's just this guy who's, you know, clearly troubled, has some issues with life. In uh, Wilfred, he tried killing himself. It wasn't to that degree in this show. It was definitely a lot more lighthearted. But Wilfred's than a start.
2: basically imaginary, right? I mean, I know he's a real, much, real dog, but... Then, but you
0: uh, don't know that the tick isn't imaginary.
1: Well, actually, for, for yeah. I, I, I was... Con-
5: Let's get this dinner party
1: started. Considering the possibility that The Tick was entirely Arthur's Delusion. That right? exactly. everything
0: was... So is this more of like a dark We'd... comedy?
3: You don't know yet. Because like, that's
0: why you would like it, boy. I get why you would like it. The 30 minutes
3: was not enough for me to actually like get a gauge on what's truly happening and what they're trying to imply or not imply.
1: Um, Yeah, the creator, Ben Edlund, he said he was going for a more stakes-driven genre, and he wants to sort of better parody the current climate of superhero stuff. But in doing so, I feel like he's actually indulged it to an extent that is way more reminiscent of DC forcibly inserting uh, darker context into stories and not really reacting to, say – I mean, maybe by the time that this entered production, because it had a long production. He said he was working on it for uh, he was, he said it a three-year process of battling uh, drafts back and forth between Amazon, Sony, Barry Sonnenfeld, and himself. Um, so three years of, of production on this and it, where it changed shape from being something that they felt confident having Patrick Warburton on as the Tick to where it shifted um, into a show that was so different from the Tick from 15 years ago that they felt having recasting Warburton as the Tick would sort of... Set an expectation
0: that would confuse people.
3: Yeah, I feel um, like it's
0: probably Sony's fault if you didn't like it. They kind of <laughs> they tend to ruin things.
3: Mm, so I get it.
0: I, I I just
1: I wish I laughed more. I wish it. I didn't. I didn't feel like. I didn't feel like I, I actually wanted more. I just felt frustrated with it. And here's the thing that really that really gets me is that if I I understand looking at a superhero universe and saying like let's let's do that let's have a more story involved tick with like with real life consequences and so on and so forth. Uh, what's funny to me is that they'd go in, in this direction, for, for one, uh, knowing that they were going to have to be voted on and showing something that I don't feel like was an accurate representation of what the show's potential was. Mm. Um, and two, going so... like morose with it like it, it's so arthur's so down in the dumps and he's so miserable like the best scene in the whole show was the, the 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 terror flashback sequence i think there was a fight scene with the tick where the special like the special effects during the terror sequence were great the special effects in the tick sequence were were terrible they couldn't even get a muzzle flash to look realistic um
2: and i do not pay as much attention to details as some people i <laughs> I, I learned this talking to, about videos and and movies and stuff because <laughs> yeah, I didn't I, notice any of that
3: <laughs> I, To me, I was thinking, like, for one, it's an Amazon original. This isn't something coming from things I've already had, like high stakes. I don't know. Amazon,
1: for. Amazon puts out some really high quality uh, stuff. Man in the High Castle, yeah. and the pilot for Man in the High Castle was I haven't seen incredible. that
3: show. I haven't seen it.
1: Um, I just, uh. it, it's. I felt like maybe they blew all their budget on on just the terror sequence or something. This is actually the, the guy who directed this is a cinematographer for Inception. Who, who got an Academy Award for that, and who also directed what? *Transcendence*? Um, uh, he was the guy, who, the, the sole director of that. So,
3: well, okay. In comparison to that, no, it wasn't that great. <laughs> I would like to make a parody
0: of *Man in the High Castle* called *Bird on the High Perch*. Okay, uh, uh, I'm just putting that. I'm just—that's an idea that just popped in my head. So you will wh- know wh- it's. What in are there.
1: the the warring factions in that?
0: No, it's exactly the same, just with birds. Sorry. Okay, it's exactly the same. So a little bird Hitler group. Beep beep beep. Yeah, same dialogue, <laughs> everything. Yeah, there'll just be subtitles.
3: Oh. Yeah. Okay, I have seen that show. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I like that
0: that's why she knows of it because blow- Yeah, <laughs> head,
3: just beep, Hitler. Beep, 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 beep. Beep, 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 Oh, yes. That's thing. <laughs> Bird Hitler. Yeah.
1: Um Ellie, okay, so so Edland uh, had a quote. He said um There were periods where the script was much more whimsical and had a lot more of what would have functioned as um, maybe as cartoon humor, more puns, more throwaway superhero-based gags. Again and again, the tone rang in a problematic way because it was not grounded enough to really withstand the attention. A binge-watcher wants to have a substantial universe to take part in. It was a strange balance because I cannot use the same puns that I would use in the cartoon. There needed to be stakes... That the Tick universe uh, has never had, maybe more stakes the, the the Tick universe has ever had in comic books. Really, from that point forward, the only blood that's been shed in the universe of the Tick was shed in the comic book, and everything else was extremely light. There's a very serious missed opportunity here. Has anyone read the Tick comic books? Um, no.
3: I am not, but I know of them. I i have ones. heard of the tick Brent, well, Brandon, no. do, uh, <laughs> my roommate reads the comic can you pass
1: me the uh the pile the, of the, shit the books here? That are here yeah you want this one uh the one below it actually oh, um this is huge this is a uh, this is a, a volume that you can buy called uh the tick the complete Edland. it's everything that ben Edlund, the original creator wrote yeah. um and he's he's a talented guy he worked on angel firefly um uh supernatural he's been involved in a bunch of different projects he's really he's really great um and his work on the tick comic is absolutely incredible the first storyline in The Tick is a parody of Frank Miller's Daredevil, uh, <laughs> as in Elektra and the Hand Ninjas and all that jazz. I am shocked that they didn't take this opportunity to create a more uh, darker parody of superhero stuff and straight-up do that storyline, which has never been done in the animated series. It was never done in the live-action show. Um, there's a straight-up parody of Elektra called Oedipus, and um, <laughs> the, the ninjas are, like... Like, there's, there's life and death consequences that you where, where The Tick is this, like, larger-than-life cartoon um, it, who exists in the real world and bad stuff is happening all around him. But that doesn't
0: sound like a comedy. That sounds kind of dark, too. Exactly. Wouldn't it have been great— Isn't
2: it possible that they still will they, do they that? Still,
0: they still could do that. But like, but, but ima- they didn't give you enough to say this show is going to be great from what they showed I you. I mean, exactly. so far it
3: does look like it's supposed to be a little bit darker of a comedy because of— little bits of the flashback i feel like
0: oh it's yeah
1: this i mean it's that's what this this pilot's dark it's dark as hell
3: who's, it, the, who's the director again but i th- it definitely had it's very a, hilarious moments uh, like... will,
1: will fister is the the, the cinematographer
0: <laughs> <of> Inception. Well, <laughs> yes i will <laughs> um I, they should have just
3: gotten
1: sorry.
0: brian fuller
3: no but did anybody yeah, notice the uh, i mean at least i i was aware of it when i was watching it i saw arthur and then uh Besides the fact that he is definitely a little heavier, I feel like he looks just like you, Brandon.
0: I do not people say I look no. like Edward Snowden, not well Arthur. that's funny Wait.
1: because this guy would have been a better cast for Edward Snowden. Twitch. Then, um, twitch your eye. Yeah, oh better. yeah,
3: twitch left eye. They, yeah, yes. No, it's right there. I, I, I thought
1: this yeah. was a weird there you go. a weird note. Arthur has a tick.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, I get it. I see what they did there. Which is one more reason I
1: think the tick might be all in his imagination.
3: Yeah, I think but, he's just straight up loony, just like kind of like Wilfred, where it's like it's very real to him, but other people see it as something totally. I don't. But who knows?
0: Was the chair in it? Chairface Chippendale or Bat? Batman. Well, no, no other characters
1: yet. Oh, or American
0: um, American made. There were there were some characters.
2: Is the Superman
0: knockoff in the comic?
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, but not the one that they showed in the. Uh, um, in, in, Supremus. In this, yes. What? Not not Supremus. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's different, but, uh, and that, that Superman story arc was actually very briefly in, um, the animated series for like a hot second. And then, um, there was a whole episode dedicated to him in the live action show, but, um, but it, it isn't, wouldn't it be so great for Amazon directly competing with Netflix to take the common language of binge watchers today and be like, cause they knew, they knew that that's the, the, the first season of, in the time they filmed this pilot, they knew the first season of uh, Netflix's Daredevil was a hit. They knew the second season was gonna have Elektra in the hand in it, and they could have just straight up done that story arc, and and had like all of a sudden everybody who's now who was not familiar with Frank Miller's Daredevil before is now very familiar with the Daredevil Netflix series, and they're and Amazon would be like, yo, what's up Netflix? We're parodying your shit. I if they not if this show gets greenlit and they don't do that, they're missing an opportunity. Start tweeting at them. Maybe yeah. they'll maybe they'll do it. Well, here's the thing: you gotta uh, if ever, if anybody's interested in seeing the show, uh, you gotta vote for it. And me, it's hard because they asked how I like the show, and my truthful answer is I didn't. So, did
3: you watch any of the other competing shows? I
1: haven't, and and I especially don't want to you know judge the the tick well on brand recognition when I don't even know um, if these other shows are. I yeah. love Dick, starring Kevin Bacon mm-hmm. and Jean Claude Van Johnson. Starring Jean Claude Van G- Van
0: Dam, I'm voting yes. yes on that anyway.
3: I, don't, I am I don't need so to watch excited it. to go home and watch it. Sadly, I didn't get to watch. So it's the three episodes, the three different pilots. Supposedly, all of them are supposed to be comedies. Of course, mm-hmm. they have like one's more like superhero comedy, a little more, you know, out there. Where one's more of a romance life comedy. But honestly, the, I, I watched I Love Dick. I was really thinking with Kevin Bacon and What's-Her-Face from SNL and the title I Love Dick, Uh it would have had way more comedy to it, but unfortunately it just had really awkward old people sex scenes. And like, there was a lot of not, at least for the pilot, there was almost no comedy. I don't recall laughing at all. I think there was one scene where I was like, (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, a, a drama is the new comedy, I see.
3: Yeah, so, I don't understand why they're listing it as a comedy. But then the uh, Jean-Claude Van Johnson one looks absolutely hilarious.
1: The, the premise is what if Jean-Claude Van Damme were, was actually a private
0: military agent of some kind. Oh, my God. I want to vote that yes right now. <laughs> but yes. then, of course, now <laughs> he's like,
3: coming back and he's old and he's trying care. to do. No, it's hilarious because there's like a just in the trailer, you see him trying to do like, you know, his old split and shit. He tries to, like, do that, but then he only goes down maybe 40% of the way. Oh, this
0: is depressing, actually.
3: No, it (laughs) it looked hilarious that he just gets jumped by a bunch of people. But then, of course, I think he's supposed to, like, still be able to kick ass and stuff. But it just, it looked super funny to me. I haven't been able to see it yet. Is
0: is Amazon doing that thing where only one of these shows will be voted on? I don't know,
1: actually, because when you go to the voting page, and we'll link to it on this episode's page, it asks you, what have you watched? And then you can independently... Cast a review for all that, so it's it's not saying out of these three things choose one. You can go back there again and again and vote and give the full your full opinion on each of those different. Um, things. Can I just
2: point out that it, again? It's really weird that I'm the one that likes something, and and you and other people are the ones that hate it. I don't I think that's really wait, weird.
0: What? That's normal. You usually the like tech? things that we all think suck, and then we usually like the the t- t- yeah. Because I like Suicide yeah, Squad.
2: T- Tony hated Suicide
0: Squad. Yeah, from what I heard from everyone, that Suicide Squad was a horrible piece of trash. But I don't I haven't seen it so I can't judge it. I haven't it. seen yeah. it either. I did look at Rotten Tomatoes which I know you shouldn't but I did. Yeah. Gave Kubo really good reviews though and it was good. <laughs> I
3: thought Kubo was amazing. I I still enjoyed the tech like I The,
2: the thing about uh, I want to talk about the Rotten Tomatoes controversy because the Rotten the Tomatoes at, it's full rotten, of shit. Yeah.
0: Because the, there's a critic side right, and it like user people, side. I look at the user side more. People though.
2: got really upset over how uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave Suicide Squad really low ratings, but like the users seemed to like it more than but it's critics a balance, or something. Though, but yeah, like all Rotten Tomato does is aggregate opinions of different yeah, critics they don't and rate stuff, anything. and like overall, they just take like, oh, did this guy have an overall positive tone or an overall negative tone, and they just kind of compile it. And I've noticed a lot of movies, like comedy movies, always seem to hover right around the fifty percent mark because it seems like. People just have different senses of humor. So, some critics are like, ah, oh, I didn't like that. There was too many dick jokes.
0: And other people were like, oh, lots of dick jokes. Well, that's I loved why it. critics are you know? stupid. Yeah. So, because they only, I don't like know. one genre of movie. And then if it's, that's not the thing they saw, they're not it. I think like
2: it. you just have to kind of understand Rotten Tomatoes and not just blatantly hate it or, or love it. Because if critics don't like something, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad movie.
0: To be fair, every other movie review website said the same thing about Suicide Squad. So, I don't. Right and
1: rotten, rotten tomatoes is an aggregator.
2: You know, mm-hmm. like they just take various critics. Yeah,
1: have you seen it? Um, Suicide Squad? No, I haven't yet. I haven't seen Suicide Squad. I haven't seen Ghostbusters. Both casualties of me mm. being on the road. Um, but I did see Kubo and the Two Strings, and it was fantastic. Oh, I love that movie. I want to. I, I want to see I, it I it again, know literally
2: actually. nothing about it. I saw an ad on the top of. Do you Amazon like Japan?
0: Because this <laughs> movie's got a shamisen in it. What? It's like a banjo, but except not I know a redneck what a sh- or a hipster playing it.
2: I know what a shamisen <laughs> is, but I'm glad that you explained it like that. Thank
0: you. That's the only way um, I can explain it.
1: Kubo and Two Strings is uh, a stop motion animated feature made by Leica, the studio that did... Stop motion? Or, or Leica,
0: however you pronounce it.
1: However you pronounce it? I'm not Russian. I don't know. Um, made by the guys who made Coraline, um, mm-hmm. Paranorman, and the Box Trolls.
0: Uh, and Corpse Bride. Really? Yeah.
1: Well, let's forget about Corpse Bride. Let's talk, let's focus on one thing that was good. Um, well, they I, t- wish I, I, I wish I they could. They don't write stories; they just animate. Well, they have they have a, a track. Aside from Corpse Bride, they have a track record of making high quality films. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and, and and Kubo was man, it was incredible. It's a it's a uh, a. As Brian mentioned, it's very Japanese. It's a Japanese mythological film, though. Admittedly, there's not a lot of Asian actors in it. That's maybe the one point of controversy. There's at
0: least two. We read the credits.
1: They're, yeah, most uh, supporting <laughs> characters are Asian, but the main characters are not. Oh my, um, Asian <laughs> Asian actors. But that that's really beside the point because, as far as judging the film for its actual, you know, its own merits, it's a fantastic movie that will. Um, it's a it's a great all ages film because it it's the sort of thing that will give. It's nightmare fuel for young children, for sure.
0: Oh, you know what? I'm, without ruining anything, watching the, the beginning of the movie, I was like, this doesn't seem like something like a five or ten year old would enjoy. Like, this is, this is horribly depressing. It does
1: kind of open with a woman being thrust beneath the waves and having her head crack on a, on a being, rock. Hello, <laughs> And having like, Alzheimer's King?
0: and being comatose, and it's
1: like I, I
3: remember being in the theaters, watching it when the Lion King came out, and seeing the dad just like... You know, yeah.
1: it's it's good when people don't play it safe because that's something you remember oh, this that's movie's a life a bit,
0: this movie's a bit dark I actually saw a family leave with their children because of a, one of the events in the movie I know. so <laughs> it's, and it's PG and I, so I, I went in with the movie going oh it's PG it's gonna be
1: family friendly see I go to horror
3: movies and then there are parents in there with their babies crying and it's like mm-hmm.
0: Get the fuck out.
3: It's like, it's 11 <laughs> That's p.m. That's their punishment. Go home. They're
0: watching Human Centipede 3 tonight. So they were bad. Yeah. But, or they um, were good. Kubo's
1: about a kid who, who plays, what's that instrument called? Uh, shamisen. Uh, shamisen. And uh, can use his, his these magic powers to um, animate origami, to make paper fold into shapes and, and have them like do battle and stuff. He has these magic powers. And his, his mom... Um, she's some, she came from this like sky place uh, the moon, the, the moon kingdom is what they're called. Basically the heaven. Oh, like, yeah. you, like you do. Yeah. yeah. And, and she, <laughs> she, uh, fell in love with a, with a samurai and they had a baby and that baby's granddad took it, took the baby's eye out and was trying to get the other eye, but they managed to, to escape. And oh. she's been living in this hilltop with him for like forever and he can't go out at night. And then bad shit happens. Yeah, and Um, and it's
0: actually the movie's kind of really depressing.
1: (laughs) It's 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 the themes all are surround death,
0: and uh, it's it's very it's yeah it's man it's fantastic film. I recommend everyone see it. But also the 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 stop motion animation was so good that there were times where I was like this whole scene is CG like it's too it's too good. But it was all aside from like the mouth movements, it was all stop motion. It was ridiculous.
1: There's a scene where they fight a gigantic uh, skeleton monster. That um spoilers. Uh well I mean they, they do that. I mean, yeah, you yeah, probably yeah. see it in the trailer. Yeah. Um but during during the credits they actually show some behind the scenes. Like how they built it. it.
0: It's ridiculous. It's,
1: it's like it it looked like it maybe a seven foot tall puppet. With um, like machines hooked up to a, it. A a torso bigger than a man. Yeah. Um and just absolutely incredible like the scale that they're operating on. These guys, these guys are, are, are real artists, and
0: the films they make are incredible. So wow. check out Kubo if you have a chance. Also, if you like um, Beatles covers with the shamisen.
3: <laughs> Okie dokie. There's only one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> not,
1: not in the film. <laughs> it's during the credits. Yeah. Um, they do
0: My Guitar Gently Weaves. It is, it's uh, it's good. Uh, like
1: uh, it. Regina Spector uh, does that no. performance. Um, anyway, we got to give some shout-outs to people. Nerdy Show, this show, and the entire Nerdy Show network is 100% listener-supported. We rely on you. And... Uh, if you want to go to Amazon and shop, like you probably do want to do that, if you go to Amazon and shop, you go to nerdyshow.com slash Amazon first. That's where you go. And follow our links, and you can you can buy all the stuff. Buy all the stuff you want, and uh, it'll give back to Nerdy Show. That's how it rolls here. So if you want to bookmark that link at nerdyshow.com slash Amazon, buy all your Amazon stuff as per usual, it'll inadvertently give back to Nerdy Show. That's one way you can do it. The other way, if you want cool stuff and awesome perks, is to go to Patreon. Patreon.com slash nerdy show or nerdyshow.com show.com slash support for all the different ways you can support us. At Patreon, we give you all kinds of cool stuff, including a ton of bonus content. We, in the last week, we just released um, all of the audio recordings I did from San Diego Comic Con and Camp Fan Gamer. Um, I did a panel on the subject of the Quintet Trilogy of Soul Blazer, Terra Enigma, and Illusions of Gaia, their themes of the death and resurrection of the world. And uh, how that relates to uh, ancient and modern mythology. Did you say Quintet? Quintet was the, the, the company that produced those games. <laughs> oh, I was like, was that mean there's four? Okay. Okay. Five? It's okay, anyway. a quadrilogy. Yeah, sorry. Um, right. And uh, also a, a panel I did with uh, musicians who either have been influenced by or have adapted the music of the Earthbound series. That's just uh, some of many things that from, from that time. And we, also, we also talked to the entire cast of uh, Man in the High Castle.
3: Mm. We got
1: that audio there. So, check it out. Even it, Shang Tsung. Even Shang Tsung. Whoa. Get over here. Now, <laughs> Which we, he can do. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. <laughs> and you know why now? Because he can transform. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, have, we have two new patrons uh, Nathan Daiko and also Rodolfo Arredondo. And Rodolfo had a message for us, actually. Take it away, Boar.
2: He writes I just wanted to let you know that I'm pledging to, to you to support the guys at Flame On Podcast. They put together a very special show presented from a unique perspective. The Spice Must Flow. I assume that's one of their episodes recently?
1: Uh, I, I haven't I haven't listened to the most recent episodes of Flame On. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe they talked about Doom or may, Dune, or maybe he's just into Dune. Um, yeah, I think he way, just really likes Dune, boar. Come on. Could, could Come be. off yeah. it. Get yeah. off your high horse. Nathan, Nathan Rodolfo, thank you so much. And uh, Flame On is the all gay, all geek podcast here on the Nerdy Show Network. You should totally check it out. They talk about uh, all kinds of pop culture stuff. They just recently had a rundown of Summer Films where they saw a bunch of movies I didn't see. (laughs) Um, Not for lack of trying, though. It just didn't happen. Um, Now, another way you can support Nerdy Show is to rate and review us on iTunes. That costs absolutely nothing. And uh, it's, it's fun to do, right? Fun? Yes? No, it's more of a chore, actually. It's a chore, but we really appreciate that chore. So if you actually write a review, we will read it here on the show. Now, we don't actually have any reviews for just Nerdy Show the show this time around we would love to have some oh
0: can you do that can you do can i put
3: a review in
1: you could put a review in brandon you, uh, you could do that just okay just the heck of it. you could even just if you don't have time to write a review you could just do a star rating just give us five stars no i'm gonna write a review.
3: i yeah. can do that
0: you should
1: do are that are you gonna That'd review
3: and leave some stars or you I should am... leave
0: all the stars i'm gonna make pictures out of um text no
3: just the stars oh yeah, you should
0: do, do that amazing. yeah maybe <laughs> maybe a symbol for poop back and forth forever
3: Um, I "I, I love
1: Brandon he's my favorite host poop back and forth forever birds 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 there you go
0: why is Brandon so charming and now that I can see him he's the handsomest one (laughs) (laughs) signed Brandon (laughs) (laughs) so I, I
1: do have a review a recent review posted to the nerdy show network wide feed that's where we publish everything that we put out and this is nerds by Max Acree nerdy show is real good you guys I've been listening for years and they're really such a hidden gem the roster of hosts have evolved over the years, but the dynamic of folks who sound like people you'd want to spend actual time with has remained a welcome constant. One of the funny things about listening to podcasts like this for a long time is that you develop a bit of a one-sided friendship with the cast, and you really feel like you know them. So many times they'll be talking about something, and I'll completely wish I was there to chime in because it's the kind of thing that I talk about with actual friends on topics I have actual opinions on. <laughs> I've, got, I've got to meet and work on creative projects with the group over the years, and everyone I've met has been so approachable and open. I don't have time to listen to every show in the network anymore, but I can assure you that they are all worth your time. The interview shows are phenomenal. The regular episodes are great. The microsodes are fascinating, deep dives,
0: and niche topics. It's the best. Hashtag get on it. Can we put Ooh. that quote, that he everything he just said, on the front of the website should just and be then the use banner. it as an advertisement for other, web, like just well, put on other websites?
1: Well, it's three paragraphs, so That's it's fine. not a good pull quote, but it is full of great smaller just pull quotes. Paraphrase
3: it. And Maybe, also, yeah, yeah, we could just minimize it, take the three best sentences and make it
1: he
2: didn't include the hashtag more bore, so uh, I thought that is – that, is that not trending anymore?
0: Also, my favorite kind of friendships are one-sided, so that's cool. <laughs> now, we
1: actually – we're going we're gonna to read a couple um, other recent reviews from other feeds on Nerdy Show. The first, Nerdy Show Book Club, a spinoff of this series that now is its own thing. And in fact, um, it's going to be so its own thing that you're going to have to subscribe to the Nerdy Show Book Club feed – Specifically, when you want, if you want that next episode, be sure to do that.
0: Oh, does this so, mean I have to read more books? You already, you already have to read more books, Brandon. Oh, I'm behind. Okay, well, re- read this, read this message. Oh, from yeah, i that one. Um, for, by Crafty Bastard. Do you enjoy reading books of the nerdy variety? Do your literary tastes lean towards science fiction, fantasy, Neil Gaiman, Margaret Atwood, and lauding Ready Player One while angrily sobbing over Armada? Yeah. Yeah. If so, and even if you don't know all these references, this is the podcast book club for you. Every episode features a discussion about a community read-along. As of this comment, the book is The Handmaid's Tale by Atwood, as well as comedic reading of another bit of fiction and general discussion about literature and pop culture between some really enjoyable podcast hosts. I cannot stress enough of this. I cannot stress enough of this. This is one of my favorite podcasts to look forward to, and I regularly re-listen to the episodes. Still not convinced? Morgan Freeman Morgan Freeman, Vampires is a thing you will learn about from this podcast. It's true. Only from the podcast will you understand the Morgan phrase, Freeman, Morgan vampires. Freeman Podcast. Morgan well, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Crafty <laughs> Bastard.
1: Yeah, and yeah, thank you very much. And and, and yes, the next book we're reading for uh, Nerdy Show Book Club is The Handmaid's Tale. So we, we read a book. And the whole community reads along with us. Let us know what you think. And then we, we discuss your comments and our own feelings on the show. And you can buy handmade tales on Etsy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Or you can buy a handmaid's tail through Amazon through our Amazon links. It's true.
6: Ta da! Is this one of those tales
2: notes. that you put in your butt and it gives
3: it's you a butt plug? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But they're handmade. For
0: puppy play. Okay. Yeah. Or they're a maid's huh. tail. Peace.
3: <laughs> yes.
1: It's a main sale for your butt. (laughs) Now, we also have a feed dedicated specifically to our dramatic programming. That's our our tabletop role-playing shows where we play tabletop role-playing games and turn them into audio dramas or our straight-up scripted audio dramas. And uh, that's called Nerdy Show Theater. You can subscribe to one feed just for all that content. And we recently got this comment, this review on iTunes.
3: Yes, this is uh, from Dizdon Bates. I hope I said that username properly. The title is the hub that is the pub for all the best RPGs in your podcast feed. I like it. It's a poet. <laughs> he's, yeah, not he's, poet. he's not wrong. It's a right. poet. All right. So from Ghostbusters to D&D to one shots like Call of Cthulhu and Paranoia, these guys have everything you want in dramatic plays of RPGs. If you like any of these things, take a listen to the old episodes and salivate over the prospect of the new ones coming in the near future.
1: Thanks so much, Dizdon, Crafty Bastard, and Max Decree. And remember, if you go to go to actually if you go to nerdyshow.com slash spread the word, we have links to where you can go to all of our feeds, so you can rate and review us at your at your ease and at your leisure. Hopefully, you'll do that. <laughs> it mean the world to us.
2: And another new way to keep up with Nerdy Show that mm. we just recently started
1: getting into is the Nerdy Show subreddit. That's true. Um, we actually we actually
0: have – oh, thanks, Brandon. Thanks for uh, – <laughs> My for... crown fell off onto the microphone. Why did that happen, <laughs> putting it down? <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we, we have a question
1: internally that we've been asking ourselves, and that is the nerdyshow.com forums. Um,
0: w- do – do they serve a purpose? We know some folks go there. I go there a lot. It's my fault because I don't really participate that much, and I know I should. But I'm, you know, I love me. the forums. I have a lot of good discussions there. But a lot of places these days are taking down their forums. For example, BioWare recently
1: uh, entirely took down their forums. Lots of lots of organizations are moving forums. I I like the format. What a lot. do you replace them with? Well, that's that's what we're trying to determine here. So we've we've opened up a Nerdy Show Reddit to subreddit. See if that's a, th- a subreddit, yeah. Yes. To, to see if that's a thing.
3: I feel like uh, lots of forums are because. D- even when I was making sites, I thought forums would be great and perfect for things. But then people are telling me, like, people don't use forums anymore. You know, like, they're just completely out of date. We're things. just old. And, and old. also,
2: as far as comments go, we've got, like, a billion different ways to leave comments. Exactly. Like it's I, uh, social I media I know some now. people don't want to sign up for a SoundCloud account, which we're, which is where we host the uh, the podcasts. So this way, if you already have a Reddit account, you can leave comments. So you don't have to make a uh, an account at the Nerdy Show site. Or fight with any of uh, the discuss thing, which I'm probably going to get rid of at some point. In I'm the surprised future. we
0: didn't have a subreddit before.
2: Oh, uh, we've cause... had it for a couple of years, but oh, we hey. just haven't really done anything with yeah, it. We, but okay. uh, I now mean,
1: anybody could have searched and found it and done something with it, but you know, no one did. So. Well, hey, it exists. Uh, but
2: but now uh, we've got it, so it auto posts all of our Ooh. all of our episodes and videos. So the about. Uh, 15 minutes or less after we post a new episode or something, it'll show up in your Reddit feed. Uh So if you subscribe to us on the subreddit and you know, you're browsing Reddit, you should see all of our new content. And if any users decide to start, you know, start a conversation, you can make a text post. Which is basically like a forum post, and then the the threaded comments would be about whatever topic. So everything's
0: all in one place, which makes it a lot exactly.
2: easier. Exactly. So so instead of you know making a forum post, you can just go to our subreddit and make a post and, and interact with some of the other fans. Or if you want to make a comment on one of our videos or one of our podcasts, just go ahead over to the uh, to the subreddit and you can you can try it out there. You know maybe we'll get some more fan interaction that way.
1: Ultimately, you know these all these t- these tools for interaction are. They're more for, for you than they are for us. So we want to know what you guys think, how you want to interface with Nerdy Show. So let us know. Let us know your feelings on Reddit. If you like Reddit, use, use the Reddit um, by all means. If you think like that, you know, if you want to vote no. with your actions. Yeah, if, if it should be the forums. I mean, I personally, I love the organizational way that the forums are laid out. That way, you know, you won't lose anything. In most social media, you can post something and it'll just disappear. You know,
0: good if luck you finding it If you want like our personal phone numbers and talk, I mean, I've got them all. So just ask me.
3: I have a fake personal number. I'll give you all
0: I'll give you everyone's personal phone numbers. Uh-oh. You can just
3: talk to me like, "Hey, what's up, cap?"
0: You're like it's 4 in the fucking morning. It hey, was.
3: You remember those times like back in middle school where you could have like party lines or even high school, maybe? Uh, on your phone line. You I just, was like, in call...
0: college when you were born. I'm kidding, I don't. <laughs> I might, doubt I don't know. that. How old are you? Uh, 57. <laughs> all
3: right, well, yeah. That is a I'm truth older. fact then. That's true. I look good I, I, don't, I don't know you what it is. What
1: is a party line aside from, you know, well, 1-800-call-party line.
3: line? Oh, yeah, no, not that kind of party line. It was, all right, so you would have uh, where you could have, like, two two people on the phone at a time. Like, you could have...
2: It's a conference call. Yeah, right? a conference call. Okay.
3: It's called a three-way. Yeah, okay, so you would have three-way call, uh-huh. and then that person would three-way call, and then that person... So then there'd be, like... Eight flipping people on the phone at the same time, and we just talked for hours for whatever reason because we didn't actually – we're lazy. We didn't want to go out of the house. This is the major The
1: 1990s, hole. everybody. Yeah.
0: Or is that when it was?
1: The early 2000s, late
3: 90s, all the above. Every <laughs> –
0: For <laughs> as life. long as phones existed until recently. I remember call yeah. waiting.
3: And now it's like how <laughs> – is there even three-way call like conference calls? D- dial
1: down the center. What 100, <laughs> 100 <laughs> 100 call att? Yeah. Yeah. Does that still oh, work? Jesus. Try it out. <laughs> I give it a whirl. Yeah. Well,
0: how do you remember that?
1: Ten ten two twenty. Because um, in the make long distance calls for free in the original <laughs> Rules of Attraction DVD, the um, a film that's a, a Bret, Brett Snellis adaptation. Um, it's like the same guy, the guy who wrote you know American Psycho. Um, there's there's an audio commentary inexplicably by Carrot Top, who's not at all in the film. They had. They, I guess he was. He was there in the recording studio where they were where they were recording audio for the movie. So they just had, hey, ha- hey, Carrot Top, why don't you watch this movie you've never seen before and have nothing to do with? And the only part of it that was funny, <laughs> that at least that I remember, because um, I watched this commentary. I mean, like, what the hell is this? Is that there's one point where Sean Bateman picks up a phone and Carrot Top goes, oh, doll down the center.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and that was the funniest thing Carrot Top's
0: ever done. Oh, dude, he comes into my work sometimes and scares the shit out of me. Thought, He's really I nice. Thought he moved. I mean, not
4: he, he I mean, when you, I didn't say,
0: I didn't say we weren't friends, but like, I know he listens to the show, so I, par- I apologize, Carrot Top But he is jazz He, he, I've he heard is you. huge, and
3: I like. He the listens color to that nerdy he, show. Uh, uh, um, you
0: know, I say things, boy. Oh, I was <laughs> like,
3: I like the color you added to your hair. He. Why didn't like, you? Why didn't you pitch it to him? a couple like rainbow streaks happening underneath he was on his Vespa just driving by work like
0: <laughs> i haven't seen him in a little bit so he might well, be from uh, now on if you see celebrities even issue. if they're
2: like sea level tell them about nerdy shows so that Defeau way we like, can you know maybe they'll tweet about us or to... something have
1: i have i pitched my carrot top film idea on the show yet
2: i feel like i remember something about it but my memory is so bad he that lives I don't in orlando he will find you do
1: not do, he will kill you no i this, this is pick a, you up and crush you this is a genuine pitch I've never the, – the most – I love Carrot Top. The most interaction yeah. I've had with Carrot Top was watching this DVD commentary, which he clearly didn't want to do, and I was listening to only out of curiosity. So that doesn't really color my relationship with Carrot Top, okay? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't have, I don't have any opinions on him, but he, he did at one point make a film that I've never seen called Chairman of the Board. Hmm. Oh, no. I've heard of and, it. And Chairman of the Board is about a, a guy who's like he's – a, he's a surfer who somehow gets thrust into a corporate situation. The poster is him on a surfboard going through like an office corridor. Right. Okay. So here's my pitch for a a bad on purpose thematic sequel to Chairman of the Board. It's
0: called Surfs Up, oh, but like a medieval surf. So it's about. <laughs> I, I remember this idea.
2: I think I do too. I
1: don't. Have
0: we had this on an episode? Uh, we, I we've don't know if it was this, all,
1: I mean, I've definitely We've had this talk between us, but I don't know if it happened on an episode. So it's it's like it's like Monty Python and the Quest for the Holy Grail, but with carrot top. Uh, discovering surfing and teaching surfing to people in the Middle Ages. Um, And that's all I've got so far, but I'll make a spec script if he's interested. I'm sure they have
0: really good waves.
1: And I have a
3: lot of connections in the film community, so...
1: So we can make this happen. We can make this happen. just, you know, surfs up the thematic sequel or the spiritual sequel, really. It's not thematic. It's spiritual sequel to Chairman of the Board made purely based on... People, I mean, the, the general purpose idea would be people will see that this is a film and be like, oh, my God, what the fuck? That's
0: so random. I'll go see that. That's the idea. I mean, that's the whole premise. I really want to make a sequel to Black Knight, but that's just my own personal huh. thing.
3: Wasn't so, there, I, I think, the one where – Martin it, Lawrence works at a Renaissance festival yeah. gets Didn't sent back actually, in time into a real yeah, medieval times. I think there was some kind of like really bad – Sequel.
0: Not with Martin sequel. Lawrence. No, I don't <laughs> think so. I need Martin Lawrence and possibly Will Smith. Bad Boys crossover, <laughs> boom. <laughs> anyway. Blacker Knights, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I would watch that in a heartbeat. <laughs> oh no, that would be inappropriate. I mean, yeah, <laughs> no being inappropriate here. I'm like
3: bigger Blacker Knights.
0: Sure, why not? Cards Against Humanity would do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right.
3: bigger Blacker box.
1: Now we've got we we had a lot of great topics that we wanted to discuss in this episode. We're we're running out of time. Oh no. Um, we'll does anybody s- have something they want to dive in with here? No or? Man's Sky. No
0: Man's Sky. That's Ooh. what we should do. So. Here's the, before Boar rips into it, and he rightly
3: so. Rightly I actually so. can't
2: rip into it that hard. I, okay. I just know about the controversy because I haven't actually played the game.
3: See, I don't know what the controversy of it is. I've just... Well, let's describe No it. Man's let's, Sky let's, off Let's, let's, let's start okay. off. This
0: game was debuted at E3 several years ago. Years ago. At um, uh, the Sony conference. It's, it's made by a really small development company who used a lot of math and algorithms to try to procedurally generate basically an entire universe. Like planets, <laughs> the actual size of planets... Animals that move around, factions, ship battles, you know, flying, like taking hours to fly somewhere or upgrading your ship to not take hours. To, like everything was supposed to be included in it. And you got to play it for a little bit.
1: Yeah. Well, and you own it. So you played it quite I, I've a bit. I played
0: it like at least 30 hours. And I've, I've been having fun uh, with it a lot. A lot of people say it's a bit repetitive. And there is truth to that. There's also a reason for that. But how was your experience? I loved it. It
1: was. It reminded me a lot of the first time playing Minecraft and thinking, holy shit, this is so big. Um, it's so huge. I'm here. I'm just a, a little lonely, scared person on a planet. I've got to gather resources. The planet is 100% random. Um, like you can't
0: even scan things yet. Like you have to rebuild that. It,
1: yeah, it doesn't really hold your hand. you got to figure out how to do stuff. you got to rebuild your ship. And then once you do rebuild your ship, you realize, oh my god, that was a whole planet. I could have spent... Literally forever. There, it's the size. It.
0: It's like as big as the Earth would be. So if you were to actually try to walk around it, it would take like a year, like months. And, and months. then you
1: leave and you go to space, and you realize that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's there's countless numbers of these out there yeah. in the world, and there's trading posts. And I can take all the resources I've mined from this planet and sell them to other people. And I can blow up asteroids. And I can try to like like. Uh, negotiate trade stuff with, like, alien races that don't speak my language. So the only way I can determine what their language is is by discovering artifacts that help me translate stuff. So maybe one day I'll see a sentence that has a random word I recognize in it.
0: Yeah, and I've I've collected over 300 words, and I barely understand races, but I'm starting to. And one of the biggest gripes that I have with other people that don't like the game is they say, like, there's no story. Like, this this Duh. game does have a story. It just doesn't expositionally jump at you saying, this is who you are and this is where you are and now you're going to go over here. You know there's something weird going on it, with the center. It was always going to yeah. be your own experience. Yeah. That was always
1: going to be the story. And
0: the the, the premise, it does actually, when you start up, you don't know who you are, why you're here, why you're crashed on a planet with a broken ship. There is a sphere called the Atlas that sa- that all it says is like, do you want to be guided by the Atlas? And that's, pa- that's part of the main story is you try to follow this thing towards the center of the universe, and you don't have to, but I've been doing it, and you start learning how this whole universe is kind of like an experiment, and all the races are connected or created by this thing, and it gets really crazy, and you don't learn that because they're telling you. You learn that because you see things a certain way, because you pick up on certain words and certain phrases like races are saying, or that the Atlas has its own language too that you can try to learn. So it's not throwing the story in your face. You, you experience and explore it, and you figure out the story on your own. So that part I absolutely love. And I loved the game as much as you did the first time playing until Boar ruined it for me today because he reminded me about all the shit they promised that's not in the game. We got
1: we got we got ourselves a classic Peter Molyneux situation. That's the guy who, um, who created Fable. <laughs> and he – Fable was I, – I loved the first two Fables. I enjoyed playing the games. But if you had expectations based solely on the things coming out of that dude's mouth – you
2: know, I, I actually did not buy the game or pre-order it or anything, even though it looked pretty, and I was like, "Wow, if they could pull that off." Because you wanted off,
0: to wait and see if like it was everything. No, it was
2: I, to be. I was pretty sure that they weren't going to be able to deliver on most of the stuff that they had there, because like Star Citizen is trying to do something like similar in scope. Well, actually, way bigger in scope. This game actually than this, similar to Starbound.
0: But... On Star- PC,
2: Starbound. No, yeah, the, it's the, the little 2D.
3: It's like, actually very super... similar the
0: way that the universe works and the planets work. All right, and, I'm just going dis- to anyway. I'm
1: gonna just going to forget you said that. It's absolutely uh, true. What were you saying, Nikki?
3: Well, I was just curious, like with it because like we've been playing it over at my house, and um, I'm originally was under the impression that although very unlike at first, I thought you just kind of went. Around this galaxy, all by yourself, you were alone. You were never going to come in contact with any other races, per se, unless you were on the actual planets. Now other ships are becoming involved and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if that's... There there are basically,
0: like, three main races that travel all over the place. So there's different bases with them. There's Some of them are only on one planet. From the
1: first demo, they were showing, like battles out in space that you could just yeah. find and like and that were, doesn't really happen yeah
0: and here let me let me go over a few I have a list of the things that were promised and were actually shown him playing when he said like this is the version you'll be playing um, and, so let me go over that list and there's a quick. website if yeah. you want to get really dig into it called <laughs> one mans lie info <laughs> <laughs> so he said there'd be planetary physics and what that is is there's night and day cycles the planet rotates and the planet orbits around the sun so there are night and day cycles but I was staring at a planet and it doesn't fucking move and it doesn't rotate So that kind of pisses me off because in the beta that people were playing, you could land on a planet, and then when you went off the planet, like the base you were going to go at was not there anymore. Because supposedly the the
2: suns are part of the skybox too; they're not actually like exactly. You can't get to them. Um,
0: The other thing here, okay, so ship classes with meaningful differentiation. So the the different ships you can find belong to these other races, and you can try to barter with them and Mm -hmm. find them. And each race is supposed to have um, you know the faction points, and all their ships do different things. Nope. There are sort of factions where they'll like or dislike you, but it has no meaningful impact on the gameplay so far. They, there's no giant ship battles where you can choose sides, which was promised and shown. Um, there are All of these things are in the game, and they took it out, and I don't know why, because you can see leftover menus. Like, on a ship, it'll say like how strong the weapons are, mm-hmm. how strong the defense is, and then how strong like the scanning technology is. The scanning technology is always at zero, and there's no way, literally, to make it any better. So it's it was in the game, and they took it out. Or it wasn't ready. So the race that I really like... They're supposed to have better, like, scanning and scientific technology to their ship or faster?
1: No. They're, yeah, all, they're I, all the same. I watched an eight-minute-long video of the guy, the one of the lead creators of, of the game, just straight-up saying things that, that yeah, actually, just, you know, people would ask him yes or no questions, like, is this going to be a thing? Yeah. And he would say, yeah, and then elaborate yeah. on it. Can
0: you land an asteroid? Yeah. Nope. Um, can you, can you trade mean, with freighters? I think freighters? they asked
2: if you could land on comets,
0: yeah. too. Can you, yeah, can you trade with freighters in space? I've seen freighters in space with cargo that I can blow up and try to steal, but you can't land on them and barter with them. Um, can you
2: just travel from one planet to another? like just Yes, it's completely seamless.
0: The only way... No, could, no,
2: no. I mean, like, could you just manually pilot like, oh, there's a planet that way. I'm going to fly that way into space.
0: If you can see it, yeah. But the problem is if you're going between solar systems, you have to use a hyperdrive um, and it, then it takes like a minute to get there, but I don't know that, but it goes like your screen changes. So I don't know that you can manually fly between solar That's systems. That's one of the things
2: people were complaining about is it would also they take, said that you could.
0: It would also take like 200 years, even with your fast ship. Right. but so you you're would never if know. You're,
2: if you're doing a proper simulation True. And, and this is something that well, you Eve, promised. Eve does then-
0: it. <laughs> Eve does that, I believe. Um, you can do that. Anyway. Um, so they were saying, you know, large scale battles. I've never seen one. There are pirates, which will attack and you can fend them off, but. That's it. Um, so sand planets, I've never seen one. Um, planets with rivers, I've actually never seen a river. You know what? I've actually never seen fish. I've never seen anything living under the water. Is there water? Yeah, there's water, but I've mm-hmm. never seen any living things besides, like, plants. So that's fucked up. Um, so, yeah, no rivers. There are large structures, but there aren't cool things like crash giant freighters. Uh, there's no hacking. Locked doors. You can use bypass chips, but there's no, like, actual hacking. There's no radio Wait, chatter. said there would be. Yeah, no radio chatter. These are all things they promised would be. There's no radio chatter, and there's no interacting with other humans. And, like, day one, two people got together on the same planet on the same point. We're staring at each other. Could not see them. You can't even interact. And they were promising you could join other players in battles and friends and, and stuff. And they did
1: say repeatedly that it would be unlikely you'd be able to but find anybody. Still, but,
0: if, but if you did, you could. They said straight up, like, will I be able to see my friend? Yes. Like, I mean... So all of these things, that the problem is they were all implemented. They were all in the game, but they removed them. Because I can clearly see a lot of the remnants. Like, Sentinels are supposed to have these giant atst looking walkers. I've never seen one. And I can't get to that level. They do have ships, though, which would chase me into the atmosphere and killed me. That was fun. Um, but there's a lot of things that I don't understand promised promise. There's, there's supposed to be some updates with, like, base building and stuff. And maybe they'll fix this. And I don't want to outright blame the company that made this game. Because... If you look at who's developed such an enormous game, it's a very tiny crew. And it was only ever meant to be like a little indie thing like Minecraft – that was never supposed to be like a triple A game, but And they got, Sony, they got sucked up in the Sony. High, yeah. Sony promised them the world, and we're like, okay, we're going to give you all this marketing power. We're going to put all of our money behind this. We're going to do all this, and they still have a small team. And <laughs> there's yeah. clips of this guy on Stephen Colbert. Yeah, and um, it's all because of Sony <laughs> saying
1: things that aren't true. I might yeah. add,
0: and I feel, or didn't end up happening. I, suppose, I feel like to all of these things are in the game, but they were not really. They were like they're not really done, and they didn't want to delay mm. anymore. Because Sony's like, you got to put a timeline on this. You got to do it. You got to do it. So I want to blame Sony more than I do. I feel like it would have
2: been fine if they weren't trying so hard. Like if they were just
0: focusing on what they knew that they were going to be able to deliver. They probably were like, yes, you can land on asteroids because you could. You could. I don't see why you couldn't.
3: Now they still see like if you've already found a planet changed the name, named the animals, and... Oh, if someone else finds that planet? I've
0: already found a planet that someone else You can't found. change
3: their stuff, right? No,
0: they've someone else discovered it. I Perfect. can never discover it. Okay. So that's I just, in
3: there. Yeah, because I know like, we were going around finding stuff, but we haven't found anybody else's yeah. stuff yet. So I just wasn't even sure, like, does that even work? A
2: lot of the creatures looked like they were mistakes from the game Spore.
3: Dude, I was just about to say that. No <laughs> well, lie. That's what always happens with, like,
0: random generated. Yeah,
2: I, I know. Things. Procedurally generated stuff isn't
1: always going to be perfect. I have but found things the size of buildings, though. It
3: Crazy. even looked about... Hmm. I felt like it had to have been like the same designers of it, because even certain plant life that they had reminded me yeah. of stuff that you'd start out with on these weird terrain areas on Spore. Yeah, and they were That's like, so long animals
0: long will eat and interact with other animals. I've never seen it. Is
2: everything pink oh, in that game, too? It looks no, like, okay. I've, I've been
0: on planets, like, almost pitch black with nothing, and there, I do have some really fun stories. I mean, I'm playing. I, I love game. playing. Like, in spite of all these, the, the problem. Do I with- wish all this stuff was in there? You yeah, fucking, sure. yeah. Do I feel like I've been gypped? Yes. Have you been attacked
3: by the creatures yet?
0: I've been attacked by yeah monsters and things like little aliens that were just dicks.
3: <laughs> yeah, I saw like a couple <laughs> yeah. things like get afraid of something. It was like chased by something, and then when I was trying to do something, it ended up like attacking me, and I was just like. And it is re- it is repetitive.
0: Sometimes <laughs> you'll find a planet where you have see the exact same plants, but with like a different color palette, and you're like, oh god. But I've seen yeah. planets that I've never seen again with giant pyramids and like floating plants in the sky with rare materials that people online mm. don't even know how I to haven't find. Even seen that yet. And I have found them, and like yeah. people are like, well, we've never seen this, and I found them floating in the air in like uh, weird plants and that's stuff. Super so it's cool. cool. Hmm. And like I said, like I was just fucking around, and the sentinels attacked me, so I was like, I'm going to escape into into space. They're not going to chase me. And one fucking sentinel ship warped in. Took him out, and then four more came in. I flew into the atmosphere, but they killed me. And so, basically, I died and restarted on the planet with my ship crashed. And this was a hostile planet where... Everything like all the sentinels instantly aggro you and try to kill you, and I had to repair my ship for five hours running around, and I had Ooh. to build, I had to build an amazing, I had to build an attachment on my gun to blow holes because you can blow holes in any terrain if you build a, this grenade attachment. I was literally digging holes, and the planet was freezing too, so I was constantly losing shields. So I'd have to dig holes and hide in there till the sentinels went away and hide from the weather. See, and, and that's the most important
1: takeaway: is that No Man's Sky, you will have if even whether they update the game or not, you will have a genuine, really cool experience yeah. if you
0: play it right, like now. that. You will, it, yeah, and it's is it do yeah? I mean, it, it is missing fifty percent of the game <laughs> or, according it, to this list. It's, it's missing fifty percent of the things they promised. Yeah, but right. If you're not, if you're well, not, well, I saw them in action when he was playing them and letting other people play. It was in the build; they just didn't finalize. If, if you've, it if you've, you've
1: absorbed no promotional material from No Man's Sky, you will buy this
0: game, you will play this game, and you will have a great time. Meanwhile, Eve right now you can build giant cities, um, player-made cities the size of actual like Manhattan. They showed, but you can't explore anyway. them, can you? Yeah, you can go in. Oh, weird. You can like you can walk around on.
2: I think at some point I probably will buy No Man's Sky, but I'm probably going to take the approach that I did with Destiny and wait yeah. about a year uh, after they fix everything, and then it's twenty dollars.
0: They're going to update and make it so you can like build actual structures and stuff, but I actually want the original stuff first you know so we'll see what happens with that hmm. um, yeah, yeah the, the planet i first started on was covered in fucking toxic gas and i had to keep hiding in my ship till my shields were filled and i could breathe again and then run out and try to fix my ship again That's it was great. actually really fun i was I like, "What? That. what is happening uh, will you get bored of it if it's the same thing over and over again for 100 hours maybe but you can also try to actually do the main story and not fuck around on planets i found planets like covered in money yo Covered, covered in money. money? There's like really rare objects in the universe, and I found a planet covered in them. Like what do you non-stop. do with the money? And Well, I go to the star base and sell them so I can try to buy a ship with actual fucking cargo space. But basically, every time I would grab one of these items off the planet, instantly I'd get like the equivalent of three stars of Grand so Theft when Auto. So
2: <laughs> when you are one of these bases, when you dock with There's it a or, star base whatever, in every solar system. That's... Okay. One, that's stupid. Two, uh, do you just dock into it and it shows like a like a menu and you just start buying and selling no, you stuff, get out or? you
0: get out and you find the npc or that there's like a little um there's a global hub where you can sell things and other players i think can buy them or something like that but there's a hub where you can go in there and just buy items and sell items
2: okay I was you can bit, actually every i was ship, worried that it was just going to be like you know you would go dock and then like no, there'd be a menu a, that came up and that's all no, of your interaction a, it is the, a
0: little sparse so like the game is very like a solitary kind of experience where there's barely any like life any npcs but in bases there are a lot of npc ships that'll land and you can trade with them or actually barter for their ship, too, um, which mm. could be really— I saved up—I spent, like, 10 hours, and I saved up 5 mil, yo. And I found this awesome ship and bought it, and immediately this huge ship landed worth 20 mil. And I was like, fuck you. It's, like, bigger <laughs> than my ship. My ship's huge, dude. Huge. That's all I'm saying. huge. huge. Hmm. Well, well, I'm going to still keep playing it and switching between that and Neverwinter. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, with that, we got to go. We're mm. at time. We're way past time. We're running over. So uh, oh. so let's say goodbye.
0: Bye. Goodbye. goodbye. Long bye. Oh. That was a really <laughs> good ending. Goodbye. Bye. Everyone <laughs> bye. say bye at the same time.
1: Bye, bye guys. Bye, I guess. T- taking us out is a track by Freeze Pop. This is, uh, this is a non-album track. I don't think it's ever going to show up on anything official because it was uh, given out specifically to backers of their Patreon cam- or, uh, backers of their Kickstarter campaign recently. Ooh. So many ways to crowdfund, guys. Um, Crowdfund.com. They've, they've crowdfunded uh, their, their fifth record. And also, it looks like also two additional records worth of content in addition to that because it was a rampantly successful Kickstarter. So we're going to get more freeze pop in the world. And this is a song they wrote just about the act of crowdfunding. It's called Human Money. Human money. Yeah. Hmm. I like it. Yeah. (laughs) So thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time, guys.
6: We bought a spaceship. It wasn't smart. Now we don't have enough dollars for ours. We have no trust funds. We have a bunch of drum machines.
2: thanks for listening to nerdy show if you like what you heard please rate and review us on itunes like and follow us on soundcloud and audioboom or subscribe and stream on google play as listener supported entertainment we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the nerdy show network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via patreon any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes episodes and images from across the network and there's even more perks available just head to patreon.com nerdyshow nerdy show To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. And be sure to follow Nerdy Show on all your favorite social networks, including Reddit. If it's geeky, we've got it covered.
4: Nice. Hold
5: up.